Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Wait till prime time. <laughs> what do you mean get it over with? Like the week or the Chiefs or what? What do you want to get over thing. with? Oh, look, the, the whole thing. The whole thing. By the way, yeah. Maybe. Look, hang on. Before hey, sorry, anybody dummy. says anything, people think that this whole show was Chiefs Nation come Friday because you went all in. You put a, you said, yeah, I'm locked in. I got the Chiefs. I, the first over. of all, I was forced to lock it in. But come, Secondly, I had I yeah. Was that's how time works. Crossing my fingers. But then come <laughs> yesterday at five forty-two p.m. All is quiet in the Riz Show text chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here comes Scott Rizzuto, 49ers and over. I say you locked in. You say new lock. Brave says what a D. Instant karma because then there was like a a fumble, a fumble. Yeah. And then Scott Rizzuto, Welp. And then Phillips <laughs> or Moon. That's a win. Almost under two. What a game. Sad gift from Riz. Yeah, well. The dynasty from Rafe. Yeah. Tell you what, a couple of us were looking really smart in there. Oh, dude, we looked Who brilliant. picked the Chiefs and the under. That's right. That's right. Chiefs and under. Chiefs all of a sudden, under. All of a sudden, he's Chris Berman. Yeah. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, we have. <laughs> all of a sudden. Uh, Swami. All of a sudden, yeah, the Swami's brilliant. here. Voice. Who kicked your butt all, all of a, over all the pick'em challenge this year? Who? Who? The football guy. All of a sudden, I'm. I'm to the left of me is Chris Berman. <laughs> Every one of you guys, all the Rumbling, Riz Show fans. stumbling. All the Riz Show give fans. Give me the fastest uh, three minutes. All the Riz Show fans that have given me crud the last 10 years. Yeah. Because Circle of, the of wagons. Little did you know, you've been had. I am the NFL guy. My was so impressed with me last night. I've got the Chiefs in the under. He goes, what are we talking about? I go, <laughs> yeah, dude. Moon and I got it locked in. Same for Scott. Same for <laughs> yeah. Scott. First of all, right. I was locked in. I will not be. 
pressured into picking the Chiefs. You, oh, sorry to hear that. You yeah. did, Loser. Though. And I almost shared our, I almost like crossed out names and shared what was happening. I didn't want to like invade our privacy, but I was like, this mofo is taking the 49ers at the last damn minute. I yeah. told you. Did it I not was. say it was going to be a last minute thing? It's always good I to said I was that. taking the Chiefs just to shut you guys up. Mm. Whatever, man. Just to move on. Did I not, Rafe, did I not say it's going to be a last minute thing? I heard you, you did, but then it, it seemed like you your little Grinch heart grew three sizes and you decided that you'd just root for your friends. I heard you lost. It did like, seem like that on the air. Tons of money. That I was just going with my buddies. Mm. Yeah. Well, when it comes to gambling, when it comes to my wallet, I got to go with uh, with my gut. My gut happened to be broke. Incorrect. And I'm glad you did because pretty much every aspect yesterday. Gut. I'm glad you did because I was betting on the Chiefs yesterday. And some guy from St. Louis lost a ton of money on the 49ers, so I made a fortune. <laughs> it was awesome. Mm. Your gut's not too far One of from my your kids butt that got shot many times this this will year. not be going to college. <laughs> Ooh. Happens. That's okay. We've yet to decide which one. <laughs> well, he was going to college in the East Coast. He's still going to college, but it's going to be in Kansas City. You now. said he. <laughs> Again, yet yet to be. <laughs> I can show you messages from one of them that'll help you decide. I timed out. What do you mean? <laughs> Trashing you yesterday. One of my kids? Oh, yeah. Old Uncle Trashing you, Uncle Rafe. I'm loving it. I was loving every second of Seriously? it. Seriously? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. What do you mean? Which kid? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't throw the kids under the bus. No, he's I'll true. never tell. Because he shared it with me, and I go, that's One awesome. of my kids? I sent it to oh, her, yeah. and I go, look, even his kids have turned on him. I love it. <laughs> I get it. Are you serious? Yeah, it. dude. Can't close your eyes nowhere. Which kid? I'm not I bet you it's you. the girl. It's got to be the girl. I'm telling you, man. She is the most like you. The that boy is my boy. <laughs> they, my little girl, my both. angel. <laughs> you Text wish, Uncle dude. Rafe. I'm not telling you. I just got a message outside of the purview of the Rizzuto family chat of them all trashing you. Mm. We're taking oh. the 49ers. I have some. Look, oh. man. Your own, your own, own house was divided, dude. <laughs> There's a sparrow in your house. <laughs> one of one of my kids? It, was it my wife? <laughs> I'm not telling you, man. Was it one of my kids? Attorney client privilege. No. Winner privilege. Winner, winner privilege. Was it probably, it's probably the wife. They were just trashing you for It's uh, probably the wife of the girl. <laughs> who you were rooting for? My boy. Never your son. My right? boy son. wouldn't do that. <laughs> the boy wouldn't do that. I know. Your son's not very much like you though. So I mean He's a sweet boy. He's a sweet boy. Mm -hmm. Very much like your wife. I drove that kid all around this weekend uh -huh. to various hockey rinks. He mm. wouldn't do that to his old man. Yeah. The girl on the other hand. <laughs> well, anyway. i tell you what, though. You guys know I'm not a superstitious person. I don't like that. I do yeah. not subscribe. You're only a little superstitious. Yeah. Well, I am. But now I have to wear this jersey and maybe this hat combo for every Chiefs game on. What is that? It looks like a somebody played in it. This yeah. is EJ Holub's uh, jersey from the '60s. My dad, uh, my dad played college ball over in Kansas City, and they would like practice with some of the college teams. And this is his practice jersey. This is, you know, 
Kansas City Look Hall of Fame. Hold Where the tears are, they'd sew it up. Yeah, EJ Hollop's awesome. practice jersey. Like the actual one. Did you wear that last night? I put it on halfway through. Yep, uh, maybe, maybe just, yeah. Like as soon as I put it on, <laughs> KC offense came alive. Yeah. Mm. Tim had his su- superstitious pants on last night. Yeah. yeah. I like, I was trying different things. I, pants. I took the sweatshirt off and I put this I on and too. then everything changed yeah. and I felt fine. I was comfortable after this, right? I was yeah. even confident. Yeah. So it was all good. Well, so now. As, let me say, just say congratulations to Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big day for her. I timed out my z thought I timed it out well. I was going to, I go, hey, I'm going to have my z right after, you know, the halftime show. And oh, then it man. went into overtime. What? And I go, oh, no. And so I fell, I like turned around and I fell asleep for the first 10 minutes of overtime. And then Tim kept getting increasingly more vibrant. And so then I rolled over, watched the last back half, watched him win. And he was through the roof, my husband. Yeah. It was awesome to That's see. That's great. What in the world? Uh, the only thing that I lost yesterday, by the way, was the uh, over-under for um, for how many times they would show Taylor Swift yeah. on the... It was five and a half. It was way over. I did a switcheroo like a dummy. I knew I should have... You, you went under with me? Yeah. Yeah, so we had the whole family. Uh, we had all the... I did the Riz thing. You're not supposed to switch last second. We had all the prop bets going on. I never switched. I never made a choice. You did make a choice. No, I did not make a choice. We you can play it back. You four flushed. But I that was four flushing. <laughs> that was not a real lock on the air. <laughs> well, Even though it had I, the sound you, effect. You put the lock sound effect on it you three did. times. How can we believe any lock from here on oh, out? Oh, no. <laughs> you know what you are? I told you. You're a lock tease. 15 times prior. <laughs> It's going to be a game-time decision. Well, And it was. And it was a bad one. And it was a bad one. It was a bad audible. And I'll listen, I will admit. It was cover two. You thought it was man and bad audible. I lost. And lost the over-under. I took mm-hmm. the over. I took the over in the Niners. I'm glad and you lost so much. That was it. That was it. Mm. Final score of the game was uh, 25-22. Mm-hmm. Over-under was 47 and a half. Mm-hmm. Missed by a half point. For our first half, it was so low scoring. That was one of the that most exciting games. That almost hurts worse than not. Because after, I mean, I messaged you after the first quarter. I was like, that over ain't looking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't look good. Man, it was not Over looking ain't good. looking good. Three zip or whatever. They got there. It took overtime, but they. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, listen, it was a good game. Got to admit that. I stayed home. I wound up staying home, not going to. Uh, oh, no. No, it was a good thing I didn't. No big sandwich. No. I did Me make too. a big sandwich for myself on Saturday. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> All right. Dude. Like, I went and made a big sandwich for myself on Saturday. Because uh, I was not going to do it on Sunday, so I said, I had a big sandwich in my head. So I got to go. I made a sandwich for one. <laughs> and now it wasn't a 10-footer. Hmm. 10-incher. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was more like a you know 10 to 12-inch. It was yeah, more like yeah, a foot yeah. long I made for myself, but... Good for you, man. It was good nonetheless. I'm happy for you. I'm I happy made it as if I was way. making it for a crowd, but yeah. I made it for, for me. Yeah. I'm happy that something went your way yesterday. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, I, had a, I had a nice time with my family. That's awesome. That's nice. It was just the four of us at home, and nobody really seemed enthused about going out anyway. Mm. Yeah. I kind of took the temperature of the family. I was like, hey, what do you guys, what do you guys think about not going to this? <laughs> To this party. I love a cancel. Uh, and everybody went, we second the motion. Yeah. Everybody wanted to stay home, right? Yeah, everybody kind of wanted to stay home. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, whatever you guys want to eat, I'll, I'll go Sunday morning. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll, yeah, yeah. 
listen, for me, I'm such a weirdo when it comes to going out late on a work night. Mm-hmm. I would just be clock watching the whole time. Right. And then it would go into overtime and I'd go, ah. Oh. Yeah, that <laughs> happened to me. Like, yeah. ah, man. And I'd be somewhere else. Like, I watched overtime in my bed. Whoa. <laughs> Which is the best. What a move. That is really You could nice. go to sleep after a game like that? Like, it, the, the Chiefs scored, confetti rained down. I shut the TV off and said, everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> Party over. We were all jacked, man. Yeah. Everybody out. Yeah, I couldn't go to sleep for a little while. No and way. I rolled over and I uh, went to sleep. You were Z-quilled a half in and and the overtime, and you still couldn't sleep? Yeah. Because oh, I, I, dangerous. We that were is the danger. high-fiving and jumping up, and the cats were running through the house because we were being too loud. <laughs> we had the whole place screaming. And it's, it was like, it was just family. Like, we had, like, yeah. uh, you know, all my kids, even even my, my grandson, and everybody was there. Scott and Allison. That's great. And Mark. And the quote of the night, Mark, by the way, bass Mark player, was okay. on top bass of player for, okay. for Greek Fire, not, not a sports enthusiast. And, dude... He had the greatest time. We were all screaming. It was one of those endings that was so <laughs> it intense. Was great. And he screams, next to the David Freeze game six, this was the second time I've really enjoyed a sports match. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've really nice. enjoyed Good. a sports match. I want to know. I've enjoyed a sports match. I understand that because that's how I felt too. I was like, this is all, sports are awesome. Yeah. I want to know what was going on at Rafe Williams' house because yeah. you didn't have the were deviled you by eggs. Yourself? You were by yourself. All alone. Mm. No deviled eggs. I deviled the day before. Okay. I deviled hard Saturday. You can't double devil. I ate all the devils. Yeah, you can't Did double you, devil. Yeah, Did, double Did you worry that that leaked into the first half? The de- I like deviled a split before, second? No, because I deviled before midnight. Okay. Oh, that's, I gremlined, oh, that's I gremlined right. I the deviled eggs. Yeah, yeah, deviled yeah. eggs are, I are the entire number party one platter of deviled bad egg. luck item on Super Bowl Sunday. I forgot about that. I forgot that you had to... You know, I miss made the out choice. I still bought them at Deerberg's, and then I just had one of those big party platters, and I just started housing them Saturday night right in front of the fridge. Just once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> I'm and happy I, you got them. Then I threw the tray away. I made sure I took the tray out to the dumpster. It wasn't even in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hedged my bets. You made it close. That's why the first half was the way it was. Just yeah, close, but like, I was home alone. I was like switched, dude. I had so many things. I had like a band. Lucky, I had all the bandanas I've worn. <laughs> Two on my wrist, one on my head. I changed my shirt after the first two possessions because I didn't like the way things were going. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> then I got on the elliptical because I needed somewhere. And then the whole first half, I just ran on the elliptical and watched the game because I was like, I got to run this energy off somewhere. Oh, that's and nice, man. And then I burned like a 1,000 calories, and then I just punished uh, an entire tray of shrimp meant for an entire party of people just me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just me and some Gulf shrimp. Mm. Trust tree. TV. Yeah. So my wife, uh, lovely wife, who said, uh, who, and who was told, hey, you know, keep keep an eye on Rafe, you know, while I'm away. You know, Tina called her. Uh-huh. And uh, she goes, hey, what is uh, what is Rafe doing for Super Bowl Sunday? I said, I think he's by himself. She goes, you know, should we maybe invite him over? I go, <laughs> what? I don't know if I want like a real Chiefs fan here. Oh, Honestly, uh, like, really? I don't need that intensity. <laughs> like, I really, really, I don't want a real, like, we didn't need a whole thing. Oh, my God. You are so bad. Like, we didn't need, like, You're a real over-the-top. <laughs> you are such a piece of crap. <laughs> You're such a dirtbag, dude. <laughs> God. Like, I really didn't want, like, I'm an I'm glad your family of, was roasting you it was in a private chat with yeah. you. Yeah. It was kind of like, Once your daughter finds out that Rafe could have been at the house, like, 
She's going to be extra mad. Was it her? It wasn't her, but she loves Uncle Rave. They were all getting in. We didn't need a whole, like, it was kind of chill. <laughs> like, I was on I, the couch. I was eating toast ravioli. This is how people are. Because, and Rafe, you're similar to Tim. Because, like, he just needed, he didn't want any distractions. Like, we didn't, we purposefully did not go anywhere because Tim was, like, locked in. And so we didn't invite anybody over either because we're just, like, I knew he wanted to be yeah. having his crazy all by himself. And I was I just there, you know? And I figured that's how you were as well. I was well. spinning a lot of plates because I had the bandanas and the running. And then I also have a text thread with two other comedians who are Chiefs fans that have decided it's, we only do well when I'm complaining in the threads. Mm. So I had to like, they're like, Rafe, you got to get some complaints going here. I was complaining about everything from the the font, everything. If I would have said, hey, man, you want to come over, would you have come over? I'm, uh, you would have had to tell me early in the day, not in the middle. Our our buddy Jeremy did that at like second quarter. He goes, hey, man, you want to come over? I go, in the middle of the game? No, I don't want to come over. <laughs> oh, not in the middle of the game. He goes, you want to come hang? And I go, it's the second quarter, dude. All right, so our yeah. mutual friend Jeremy? Yeah. Where was he? I don't know. Brian's RV. Who knows where he was at? <laughs> you I didn't ask. Over? I was just like, I'm, what? I'm in the woods. He's I'm, in at the corner. I'm at the corner. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll get there. Right, the right. Well, they'll have to get it overtime for me to drive. <laughs> he's on the highland. He's probably down It was a nice gesture. Right? It was a nice gesture. No, I would have asked you. I would have asked you, uh, let's say, 1 o'clock. I would have considered it. And I need, I'm going to need a yes or no right now. I would have probably declined. Okay, good. See? Didn't matter. You Only feel you wouldn't have gone anyway. You feel, you feel better? I didn't feel bad in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Only because My I had guy. already I laid out a semi-healthy spread. I didn't do too much damage yesterday. And I was afraid to go to a party because I'm like, man, if I see some Rotel dip, it's going down for real. So I had uh, <laughs> made toast ravioli. I would have eaten that. I made, I said, kids, what do you want? I said, you want to get a pizza? They said, dad, make a penny a la vodka. Oh, wow. Wow, I would eaten that. Right, you got it. Whipped up a huge mm. batch of that. Big vat. Creamy red sauce? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah from scratch. From scratch. What? From scratch. Damn. I was milling tomatoes at 1230. Father of the year. At 1230, I was milling tomatoes, get the seeds out. <laughs> Made a giant sun. The kid had a hockey game. That didn't get done until 5 o'clock. Dang, really? Yeah. Race home. Just in time to hear Reba sing. Gorgeous. Just in time. No, actually, we saw Post Malone do his... Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Didn't he look amazing? God. He's got uh, not that, according to my parents. Guy. He's got that look of he lost a lot of weight. He does. My, my mom goes, uh, oh, face tattoos. Oh God! Don't even think about it, son. And I was like, No, no, no! I'm not. I'm not, I'm not no, going it's there. not the face tattoos. And then my, it's and, the lost then, a lot of weight. Like, yeah, yeah. Looks and like I, quickly. I know what you're saying, but the, you know, my parents like they're like, "Who's this guy?" And my dad goes, "Uh, what's on his teeth?" <laughs> like they they couldn't figure out. They're like, "Are those are those caps? Yeah. Is that a grill? What what is that?" I'm a fan. <laughs> I too. like Post Malone. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah, Me too. And he crushed that song. I'm honestly, dude, I, that's my future. I looked at his outfit and I oh, go, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aging into that. That's you. Corduroy with a big bolo tie hanging yeah. loosely around my good. neck. The beard good. looks good. The whole, and he I'm not, good. you know, I, I'm not really into it, and I'm not against face tats on people, but it's just not for me. And I, but the rest, everything looked amazing. Do you know he's like a huge '90s alternative rock fan? Oh yeah, I believe it. Like a trim, like he did. I know it was maybe during during COVID. 
He crashed did, Nirvana. Yeah, did like a whole thing of Nirvana covers mm-hmm. and Alice in Chains covers. Yeah. And killed it. Dude's talented. Talented. Reba's not a great thing. Yeah, of course. And hey, we'll get into the halftime show later. The, the Reba thing. Uh, was there a... Uh... Was there a over under? I don't remember talking about that because uh, oh, how much time? I think it was a minute thirty seven. Was it her? Was, it was quick. Was the length of her anthem? It, it felt it felt quick, right? It. Uh, I feel like that was one of the few years because I always go with the under and I always lose it. And I feel like oh man, had I gone with the under, I bet you I'd have won it. I just didn't. I didn't. I never heard about that. I got her time is one thirty six. What was the over under on that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's your quick recap of the game. Chiefs beat the 49ers 25 to 22. If you had the under, congratulations, which was 47 and a half, you bastards. Man, we're looking smart. Overtime, it took uh, took a last-minute touchdown pass from Mahomes to Hardman to seal the deal. Here we go. This is the uh, final call. First and goal. Mahomes wins it. It's there. Hardman. Is that Tony all you Romo. got, Tony yes. Romo? You haven't <laughs> yes. stopped talking this whole game. No, that guy was genius. You're up that every player was butt. Genius. I'm not going to stand this Tony Romo. Dude, Tony way. Romo uh, sucks. I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. I, I wish the guy anything. well. That player I'm, is smart. He's I'm a sure he's a kind guy, but every non-sports fan I'm in the house gonna, is going, who I'm, is this guy? I'm not going to take this Romo hate. My son is 13. He doesn't care about the football, and he goes... Who's this guy talking? Why isn't he? Why doesn't he stop talking? And did he play for the 49ers or something? You're seeing it through the eyes of a, of a Chiefs fan, where you think everything uh-uh. that he says. But no, what I'm is telling you, is I'm seeing it through the three fans that have no idea what football is that were in my house and all commented on this guy who won't stop talking. Who are who being must surrounded talked. by Chiefs fans who are saying this guy sucks? No, no, nobody said that. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. My I, I did said it. I did not make this this uh, uh, this determination until after the game, and I was like, wow, now I get it. I remember last During week I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sure he's great. And you could yell all the Tony Romo hate you want to get it out of it's your not, system it's and you come hate. back in here. It's not hate. It's just truth. The guy is not Is great. an incredible color commentator. No Romo. And I'd say fan. he's a genius. No uh, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, there was three guys out there that were geniuses. Yeah. Geniuses. Uh, throwing he that, that guy. He's a genius. <laughs> throwing that word around. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, did you see he that guy uh, do exactly what he's paid to do and nothing more? Uh, he is a genius. <laughs> uh, the game was tied at 19-19 uh, to in a regulation. Both teams were given the chance to possess the ball in overtime. Ford Niners' biggest mistake they made was taking that ball after the, after the coin toss. That was the biggest mistake. Didn't think about that until you pointed that out. That is like a strategy yeah, going forward. You're not going to do that anymore, have, huh? They should have deferred and had Kansas City get the ball first. On the off chance of that fourth and, you know, fourth and whatever, you're going for it. Yeah, that, uh, they probably, who knows, Kansas City may have, may have punted it instead of going for it. I see what you're saying. Because e- each team has a, 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 they a have chance they, yeah, each team to has possess the ball. <clears throat> yeah. So and now, it, you're, now you're giving Kansas City something to shoot at. Yeah, so if your defense stops them, all the pressure is off on your on your quarterback yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah, but that's only wow. I get it. That's also only if they score. Like they play it now, the new playoff rules, it's not a sudden death thing. It's just a new, it's another it's a fresh quarter and there'll be another quarter if you don't score. Right. So it's like but had the 49ers gotten the ball and punted, the Chiefs would have just played it the same way. Like Three and out, we punt. Well, Shanahan said he was playing for the third possession of overtime. That's why they took the ball. 
won't be no third possession. There was no third Shanahan. possession. So 49ers got down near the goal line, couldn't get in, so they had to settle for a field goal. 49ers defense. Just, I mean, you saw it coming. Yeah, I mean, you saw it coming. That's Couldn't wild. keep Mahomes and the Chiefs. How much time was on the clock at that alive. point when the Chiefs got possession? It was like a minute 40. It didn't matter. It would have gone to another quarter anyway. It was, yeah, it was well, under, no, I'm just saying how fast two. they moved down the field and got that yeah, taken care of. Because Purdy pulled it to the to the two. Uh, Mahomes was, was named uh, Super Bowl MVP. Again, it's his third time winning the award. Like it or not, the Chiefs are a dynasty. Mahomes is, is Mahomes a new Brady? Okay. Okay. I thought that commercial or promo was cool where they showed Tom Brady. It was like an AI-generated thing. Oh, Tom that Brady was a CBS thing. Giving the ball off to... Passing the baton. Passing the baton. I think that's cool. I didn't, I didn't spend that. a lot of money on that. Yeah, that no. was very they weird looking. It looks like uh, the Sims or something. It like the, old, cool. the very first rendition of the Fox robots. <laughs> that haven't, like, they haven't gotten too much better either no. since the beginning. Yeah, that was exciting. I, I tell you who I was screaming at the most probably was the Chiefs center. Come on, man. You got to have some better snaps. You see how low that was every time? I was like, stop it! Yeah, he was. Stop it! All right, this is the Chiefs' second stage, uh, second stage triple ball, third and, and third one in five years. Uh, they beat the Eagles in the Kelsey Bowl last year. Remember that? Mm. Who could forget the Kelsey Bowl? Yeah. Oh, yes. Also by three points. Their run began in 2020 when they also beat the 49ers. Now, San Francisco seemed to be in control for most of the game, sort of, but they, but they couldn't score enough to put any distance between them and KC. And it was only a matter of time before... Mahomes and Kelsey got going. Kelsey only had one catch for one yard in that first half and then was caught almost killing Andy Reid on yeah, the sideline. Like, yeah, he had a couple good tackles, some in the game, some not in the game. I was conflicted <laughs> about that. I was conflicted about him going up and yelling at Andy because I didn't like that he shoved him. and then. Uh, but then, I don't know, man, there was something just hot. Rage what? going what? on. Him him pushing an old man? I don't yeah. know. I was oh, a man. little... I was like, yeah, that's, that's hot. You're strange. <laughs> no, I know. I was, I was sad. I was, an I overweight old man. You should not <laughs> I mean, I know he him. Loves, they love what each if, other. What a dime. With a fake hip, by the Ooh. way. Man has a fake hip. Yeah, he's an old, old lineman. Supposed to be taking care what of What if people. he would have died? I mean, it looked he like a He didn't shot. die. He did not die. I now. like the memes that are coming out, though. Of oh, dude. His warrior Viking face. I'm like, mm. Right. The what, you know, it looked it looked intense. Whatever it was, I mean, Kelsey was apparently upset about being off the field for a you know pretty important play. But I mean, he really did catch Andy Reid off guard. <laughs> yeah, he did. He stumbled. Yeah, did. I think Andy Reid said something like, "Doesn't Taylor's outfit kind of clash?" <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Don't talk about my girl. Hey, check this out. Here's here's the article. We were talking about the Reba McIntyre um, anthem being over or under because you know that's a, that's a big bet. It's usually like two minutes and five seconds or something like that. Right. Here's the title. Here's the headline. Reba McIntyre anthem over under explained why singing Brave twice led to Super Bowl 58 prop bet chaos. So apparently she was right at the 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 whatever the over under number was, which I think is was less than most because she's a country artist. So she's going to kind of blaze through it a little faster. And she sang some word twice, which made it go to the over. But people were upset about it. You don't tell the queen how to sing. People were upset. The minute so it was the the over under was one minute and thirty one seconds, and apparently she doubled the, this word on something and added four seconds mm. because it was one minute and thirty five seconds. So it would have been the she under said the home of the brave brave. Yeah, <laughs> she did. She did brave twice. She extended. She said brave. brave. Guys, the fix is in. She must have had money on the over. The fix is in. And it, the fix and, is in. And a lot of people are all tweeting saying the second brave doesn't count. The anthem was over at the first brave. Mm. <laughs> it's 
Good argument. I get it. She's mm. America's aunt, though. I tweeted about that. She just seems like the aunt from Southern Illinois who's got like hunter green countertops and sunflowers <laughs> in her kitchen from the 90s. Yeah, you know and saying? like a mauve and bathroom. Not olive green. The deep hunter, hunter green. green. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know exactly. As Wait. soon as you tweeted that, I was Knows like, how to whip up a hell of a casserole. Hell Wait, yeah, has, it, has a deep green what? Countertop and oh, okay. We, I was like, we have like a deep green living room. We're we're living in that era. No, you got a cool. Olive. I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. a cool. What new kind green. of countertop? Olive and Formica. Hunter Formica. Formica countertops. Yes. <laughs> uh, in any event, uh, Travis Kelsey finished strong. He, he didn't score, but he caught nine passes for 93 yards. And there was, you know, that one play where like he was channeling the willpower of Swifties everywhere to power his way across the goal line. But uh, Andy Reid, by the way, uh, said that. Travis Kelsey apologized. He says he gave him a hug. A just kiss. wants to be on the field. He wants to play. Andy Reed, nobody I get better than I get him. You know what? Andy Reid wants that intensity. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what yeah. he's coaching is mm-hmm. that energy that you saw. So everybody, like, losing their mind over that. That's what's going on in the locker room. That's that's okay. Yeah, well, yeah, listen, that's, that's okay before. from a he future Hall Andy, of Famer. He got Andy yeah. a Crave case, and it's all yeah. good. Everything's fine. <laughs> all is good. Oh, listen, that's, that's not okay from everybody. That's okay from Hall from, of yeah. Famer. Not everybody could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, future Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey. Well, he help. coaches that, though. That was how he was in uh, Philly, too. He's, he coaches, like, I'd rather intensity and fire, and he kind of, he he's buddy coach. Yeah, yeah. He likes for people to get fired up. I was glad to see it because I will tell you the the energy was wildly different. It was at pretty the top flat. of the game yeah. when San Francisco came out with a boombox dancing around and like pumped. Oh, they came out to whom the bell tolls. They came out hyped, and then the Chiefs. I was like, it, it bordered on determination, but kind of looked like a little dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They you came know, out. They came out kind of stone faced. They came out with Metallica and attitude, and they left with somebody else's uh, yeah. a color confetti on their shoulder pads. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Unforgiven. <Yeah>, two. <laughs> <laughs> well. They, they left with sad but true. So, <laughs> <laughs> Some people thought that Taylor's mystical influence over the game might manifest in how the game was called, but the referees were actually not that controversial. I don't know. My husband was saying things I can't say on the radio about those refs last <laughs> they night. They were not... They weren't bad. Um, if he t- yeah, they have been worse. They've been worse. For Tim, I'm sure. talking to you, Tim. <laughs> they missed now a Pacheco. That you're down. They missed a Pacheco first down in the overtime. I think. Now that you calm down, Tim. That's about it. Take a step back. The refs are not that bad. <laughs> they missed a uh, illegal man downfield on their touchdown too. Somebody tried to tell me that wasn't true, but I was like, when I looked at it, they threw that pass back across the field. There was a lineman like nine yards downfield, which if a pass is being thrown forward. It's not supposed to be allowed. Now, somebody said the ball was in the air so long, the guy was, he moved down there, but I don't no. know. No. Whoa. You can see, like, big, they're one of their right guard, number 64, blocking downfield for McCaffrey, like, 10 yards downfield. No. Hey, rules ball. is rules, man. Mm-hmm. Rules is mm-hmm. rules, bro. Anyway, <laughs> there was one strange moment uh, when 49ers linebacker uh, Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles while running onto the field from the sideline. This poor dude. Oh, yeah. See, I couldn't tell. We couldn't. We didn't know what injury it was. But we we just saw him go down. Listen, it happened. It happened during the second quarter, and I would never accuse Taylor of doing something this wicked, but it was odd. Mm-hmm. 
We had the we had the it most, was odd. We had the most gentlest, uh, Jesus loving um, screaming going on in our house because we were all like, <laughs> it was nice. We, 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 no, we, we we were just like, uh, oh my gosh, kill him and hurt him, but uh, he'll be fine in three hours. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be healed at eleven p.m. <laughs> yeah, we, we're ready were, to go. We were putting prayers in buckets for people later yeah. and hoping that they would, uh, you know, break a femur and have it miraculously healed at eleven. It's all right. <laughs> there was a streaker on the field. Yeah, somebody. I missed that. Brooke Grimsley was tweeting about that. I missed it too. I love that. They don't show. show. Yeah, I you know. saw that on? Wait, wait. You saw that on the broadcast? No, no, no they, don't, Brooke... they, don't, they don't show. You could. He's online. You could. It's readily available. Oh, I didn't know. Full, that. full nude. Was it we, Travis's no, just brother? To do it a shirt was off. it Tony Romo? And he, he had a, a San Francisco logo painted on his back. No, it was two. It was two dudes. I just saw one dude who clearly he just like ran out, laid down, put his hands behind his back, and uh, I was like, yeah, ran to the ten, dove. Somebody, I'm like, dude, did he just walk in a casino and be like, I'd like to put $50,000 on there. Will be a streaker tonight. <laughs> in the third quarter. And then he's like, I'm about to make some money. Oh, this was during a play? Oh. Uh, Romo commented on it. Yeah, yeah Romo commented on it. During a Chiefs offensive play in the red zone. Whoa. Yeah, they don't show it. I mean, they don't show it. You could, you could see it online, though. It wasn't that impressive. Mm. No. Like he wasn't very impressive, or he just like bare, he got onto the field and then just laid down. Like he, he did the like quarterback to... thing. Oh, is this the guy in the white pants, no yeah. shirt? He did the quarterback slide so he didn't yeah. get injured when they tackled him. You're right. <clears throat> Gave himself up. Oh, opposite end. Oh, okay, so yeah, I, I see. Yeah, it wasn't like. I thought you meant like in you know in, no. the, in the play, and I was like, how did no, I no, miss no. that? Did they no. stop the play? No. I think the play went off, but it, I don't know what. Oh they, yeah, they look, paused look for at a the, couple seconds while they got. They are running, dragging him off. To the tunnel Was it one you. or two guys? Uh, I only saw one, but maybe there was two. I only saw one shirtless guy. There was a fully clothed streaker. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, there you go. That's the, uh, that is the uh, Super Bowl actually play recap. But hey, let's talk about commercials for a second. Well, well real quick, um, it's the, the only other thing that was noted, and I think Scott was the one that pointed it out, is that they never showed the crowd, dude. They never showed the mm -hmm. crowd. Did what do you, you mean? They didn't show the crowd. You know, like the the, the uh, regular season games and, and playoff games. You're 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 putting it on the crowd. You're seeing fans. Slow motion. Yeah, you're seeing shirtless bellies painted, jiggling. Yeah, painted bellies. You're seeing uh, signs being held up. You see the crowd. The camera pans to the crowd. There was none of that other than the famous folks. And I I'm, didn't notice. I didn't really notice that because they didn't. I I, I I know you didn't notice I'm it. Thinking, but I think it was very deliberate. Yeah. Why? Because I don't, th I think the old NFL showed the fans for the fans. Like, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting at home and we want to feel like we're there, right? And we see guys like us, gals like us. And I don't think that's the, the new. It's all rich folks that could afford tickets. Totally. But I also don't think that's the new NFL. I think the new NFL branding is the hype, the fame, the show, the production. Yeah. And it's not about the fan in the stadium. I know the stadium looked pretty friggin' good. But I mean, Think about, eh, whatever. Yeah, like they showed they, celebs, but not when they panned right. around. You know, maybe not getting close up on you know close ups on fans, but the stadium looked pretty freaking cool. Yeah, very much so. But did you see a face that wasn't famous? I didn't notice. in the frame at all. I yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that. I, it didn't stick out to me that they weren't showing fans. Commercials, commercials. Yes, I have the best one. Of mine written down. First of all, congratulations to our very own Rafe Williams who had a couple spots. I missed it. You're not the only one. I, what do you mean he missed it? What, I I didn't. I, I I thought I was in there for everything, but I didn't see it. Well, you had a you had a pregame. 
And three pregames, a halftime. You had a halftime? And a post. Yeah. A halftime? Oh, yeah, that. dude. I, got, I came on after Usher. Usher opened for me, dude. That's right. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Because I, right. I, I saw the Usher thing, and then I went to refill Yeah, well, if you notice the way they uh, schedule the commercials out, local spots have not that much time during the Super Bowl. Oh, man. They, uh, they put them all kind of together. I'm bummed I missed it. Sorry, man. It's okay. But, uh, yeah, we're if Rafe, you know, featured pro- two years in a row now. That's awesome. Two years in a row. Rafe Williams featured prominently. And I'm not saying some people are, but I'm not. I'm not saying for the second year in a row I was a heroic 12th man for the Kansas City Chiefs who are in dire shape at halftime. Yeah, I don't think My anybody's saying that. I, some people were saying it last year. Nobody, yeah. No, They've been down at half. Last year or this year. They've been down and playing really badly at half. Things aren't working. Superstitions aren't working. All of a sudden, a commercial featuring moi comes on at halftime, and everything gets turned around. Hmm. Am I the Chiefs? Is me being in a Super Bowl commercial regionally the Chiefs' good luck charm to build this dynasty? I am not saying that, but some people are saying it. <laughs> some people out there are saying it. And you know what? What? I'll wear that moniker. Hmm. I'm happy to be the 12th man. Well, listen, if you think it helped. I do. Then feel good about it. I do feel good about okay, it. Okay, fine. Fine. I would, you know, congratulations on your spot. The uh, the Riz family all made sure we were on the TV to watch Uncle Ray. On TV. <laughs> well, that's very sweet. Because I knew when the spot was coming up, and there it was. You and the uh, the Andre Law spot. And we'll have actually uh, the uh, head muckety-muck of Andre Law. Jim. Jim Andre will be in studio. A proud sponsor this year, uh, radio station, be in uh, studio. Oh, don't we have to say that we're brought to you by... We're going to get there in a okay, second. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks, Lauren. You're welcome. <laughs> Just want to make sure we get our sponsorships oh, in. Oh, no, we're going to get our sponsorships in, yes. Now, you brought it up <clears throat> before I meant to. From the, for, from now until the next, you know, for, for the next 30 days, we will be... This radio program is brought to you by the Fastline. Mm. <clears throat> Sticks in my throat a little. Yeah, I'm going to throw up. <clears throat> It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane for the rest of the, the, for, the re- for the next you know month. So, okay. Okay. It's just thirty days. That's okay. That's all right. No, it's okay. It's all right. How many times? Every time we crack the mics, we got to say it. I, I mean, I could say it as many times as I want. Cool. If I say the Riz Show, it's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. <clears throat> all right. Hmm. I know. Traditionally, there is a guy that keeps count to make sure I don't miss any. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, but I don't know what he. There's nothing to miss. Like, um, I don't have to, I, you know, I, I have to say the Riz Show presented over the fast lane. Anytime I say the Riz Show, it's presented over the fast lane. That's it. Just once a day, that's, and it counts? I mean, I'll do it a couple times. Right. Just to be fair. But. Hey, this is my first go of us having to do that on this show. Okay. So, I just want to get the rules right. No, we got it. I got it. All right. Commercials. Super Bowl commercials. Any favorites? I do. I, you know, the, uh, there's a, I think it's a USA Today and I think it'll probably be out later today or tomorrow. They do the their ad tracker to, to to show the rankings of the best and the worst. There was a clear winner this year. Uh, I think it was we Bill, Billboard. Billboard magazine did their top ten. Uh, but what do you think the best ad was yesterday? Uh, the Dunkin' Donuts ad. Ben Affleck's. Uh, that, uh, that was my favorite. That was pretty funny. I think it ran away with it. There weren't overall not a great year. 
Oh, here's all of the uh, Ben Affleck, uh, ben Jennifer Affleck Lopez. It was Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. <clears throat> she came to my work. Now I got to show her what I can do. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we gonna? I, th- I, 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 that was my favorite. It was pretty good. It was great. Pretty yeah, it was good, a solid man. One. Like that. Jack Harlow was in it. I guess Duncan will be will be releasing their Dunk Kings menu today, along mm. with merch. Uh, from, hey, the, from the commercial. Speaking of the king, the queen, Beyonce, I enjoyed her ad very much. That's who they say, at least Billboard says, was the number one spot from yesterday. Beyonce for Verizon. Yeah. Where she tries different ways to break the internet. Uh, at the end, she announces new music, <clears throat> drops a preview on Instagram for Act Two, which comes out on March 29th. She releases two new songs. It's going to be a country record. Yeah. Cool. So that was the Beyonce that, that Billboard at least says was the number one. Well, that's because Billboard's invested in that. I think so, too. My, mm-hmm. my second favorite was the Christopher Walken BMW one. Oh, I missed, I missed that, that. What the heck was that? Oh, dude, it was, it was Christopher Walken surrounded by people impersonating him. <laughs> nice ride. It's the real deal. 100% electric. It's the real deal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful, it's hot. <laughs> your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. You know, you look nice. Okay. Hello, Mr. Walken. Does this table work for you? Yeah. There's only one Christopher Walken and only one ultimate driving machine. The rest are just imitations. Oh, that was a good one. That is pretty Did good. Do you have any favorites? Definitely. Yeah, I had one. My favorite one has this same. quote. I pity the fool that has to touch a shoe yeah. to put it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sketcher Dude, Mr. Mr. T. T. That one wins. I don't know how that's how old? Somebody one. find out how old Mr. T is. <laughs> he looks good, dude. He does look dude. good. He's got to be in his mid-70s. He, he popped out and I go, dang, Mr. T's still looking how good. And then, and then he said, I pity the fool that has to touch a shoe to put it on. <laughs> and well, I don't explain who Mr. T was to the kids. <laughs> yeah. Because my wife and I go, oh, Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> you know, does he always have hair like that? Yeah, Mr. T had a mohawk from, like, back in the day. And he really does kind of talk like that in real life. <laughs> Remember my Subway story? Just in L.A. and in, in, in line for a sandwich. And then somebody taps me on the shoulder and goes, excuse me, brother. Can I just get up just to get some cookies? And you're like, said, yeah. Mr. T? I said, I said, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. He comes up and... He ordered cookies and said, thank you, and then <laughs> left. <laughs> Mr. T pities the fool who has to bend down and put on their shoes when they could be wearing slip-ins. It's hmm. awesome. I enjoyed that one. Uh, <laughs> what about the uh, Schwarzenegger ads? I miss those. I Pretty saw funny. them from a distance. Yeah. I think there were the two kitchen. of them. So we did an ad for State Farm making it appear like he was starring in a new movie. He couldn't say neighbors. Yeah, he couldn't say. He kept saying neighbor. I was like, neighbor. And uh, Danny DeVito made, made a little, uh, little cameo. State Farm. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It, it's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Hey, let's go again. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Cut. Now what? 
like it's written on the paper. Neighbor. Still no. Neighbor. 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 Got a bit of a script change. You'll love this. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Remember the movie Twins? Twins, Basil. Schwarzenegger, DeVito. <clears throat> uh, what was your favorite, Scott? Oh, it was definitely Mr. T. I think oh, Mr. T was your yeah, favorite, just, all right. He did such a good job, and it's, uh, you know, just warm. It was nice. It's good to see him getting some work, too, man. Was, yeah. It, it makes Mr. me happy. T? Yeah. It makes me happy. I like the Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer ad. We talked about it before the Super Bowl, but I thought that was cute. Yes, she says in order to remember something like Uber Eats, you have to forget something else. And she even forgets working with David Schwimmer and friends. Also, uh, Jelly Roll and the Beckhams were in it. Actually, another one that should be probably number two, number three is the Sarah V ad. With Michael Sarah. Oh, Michael Sarah, that was That one was awesome. And by the way, the Uber Eats ad, so the original ad, do you remember? The original ad had somebody forgetting they had a peanut allergy. Mm. Oh, yeah. And people with peanut allergies got outraged and they recut it. Yeah, I remember that. Hmm. Like, how could you make light? How could you make light of peanut allergies? Oh, Jesus, come on, relax. (laughs) They had to recut the entire thing. Yeah, Michael Sarah's ad was good. Uh, Kate McKinnon's, uh, you know, talking cat, becoming famous for saying mayo, getting everybody to buy Hellman's. Oh yeah, okay, I remember the that. The cat even dates and breaks up with Pete Davidson. Uh, Bud Light, their ad with Post Malone, Peyton Manning. That's a pretty good one. Um, let me see here. Um, I guess Kanye West did a commercial for Yeezy.com, but it only aired in Los Angeles. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I liked? And obviously it's too serious. First of all, I thought the Robert F. Kennedy ad was interesting because there were no other political yeah. ads, right? Uh, so I thought, I wonder how much he paid for that ad. That was the first thing. And it was a repurposed thing from the Kennedy ads back in the 60s, yeah, it was which like, was cool. He apologized yeah. for it. I think it was like something Smart. like $7 million. Really? What do you oh, mean? Did he, I, I immediately went to social media to go look to see what people thought. Yeah, what did they think? Nah. Some people were like, okay. And some people were like, ooh, man. Well, he apologized, but they said it's still pinned at the top of his... Socials there. Well, he said he didn't have anything to do with it, that a super PAC That's it without was. his permission, but it was pinned to the top of his Twitter, and somebody took a screenshot and was like, bro, it's pinned to your Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't from, the, Rob- it wasn't from the RFK right. committee. Wait, wait, so he apologized for the ad itself, or he apologized for it being on the Super Bowl? Uh, the ad, because it was a repurposed, like, John F. Kennedy ad from the... So they just replaced his face where just John F. Kennedy's, John F. Kennedy's face, face with his face. It's like, it was the old vote for Kennedy, yeah, vote for mm-hmm. Kennedy. I didn't like know you could do from that. From 1960. Yeah, we were in hopes that all the candidates were going to have those ads, like Trump and Biden were going to have the I was waiting ads. for it. I was waiting for more political yeah, ads. Yeah, but it wasn't, but it wasn't from the RFK campaign. It was some super PAC. Yeah, but nobody knows that. Everybody's just like, oh, we're going to do political ads during the Super Bowl now. And then the other one that I thought was beautiful, and I'm agnostic as hell, but the Jesus ad was gorgeous. Did you guys see that? The, like it was the so washing the feet? The, everybody was getting their feet washed from every walk of life. And I was just that's like, awesome. that's beautiful, man. Like, I, you know, it made me stop in my tracks. So, wow. way to go, Jesus. Well, I, I made my kids <laughs> wash my feet after seeing that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. See kids? Yeah. Wash dad's feet. <laughs> it was so weird. I thought it was very moving. And last year, there were Jesus ads, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember them. I think from the same group. Jesus com- saves same group. up. You know, he saves up all year. A uh, couple, a uh, couple movie teasers and trailers. Uh, Wicked. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't in there for that, but my uh, uh, all the girls in the room. I said yes. 
can't wait for this. Wicked, right. uh, kingdom of uh, <laughs> kingdom of the planet of the apes. Yeah, I think Mark said wicked was what was it something like Shrek of the Oz or something. It does look, look like a new Shrek movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks really. Yeah. How about Twisters? Good to skip. Oh my gosh, we were all laughing at that one, man. That one's I'm stoked though because we're like, wait a second, it. they they remade it shot for shot, darn near, and then it goes it did the T, and we're like, oh, tw twisted, twister. twister again, and then it's twisters, and wow. you're like, ah. I thought it was a parody at first. We Even did more it was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be parody. Um, twister well, again. Monkey, anybody see the the uh, trailer for Monkey Man? That one looks wild. Death it kind of looks like Wick or something. Yeah, Death, Death, Death Patel, Patel and yeah. uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Oh, dude, before I forget this weekend, me and the boy, Saturday night. I'm sorry, Friday night. We watched The Beekeeper. Oh, what'd you think? With Jason Statham. And? So oh, yeah. good. So good. So save the bees. What it is? So good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude. Is there any action in it? A plus, plus, plus. Going in knowing it's a Jason Statham. Shoot him up. Yeah. I love his flicks, man. It's no Megalodon too. It's not. There's no or, love story. Or the Meg too. There's no love story. <laughs> right. It just is what it is. It's yeah, yeah. it's a John Wick style. You piss the you piss the wrong guy off. Right. High and budget. The bad guy gets it. A high budget B movie. So, oh, dude, Jeremy Irons is in it. Oh, I love Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Scar. Jeremy mm -hmm. Irons and the kid from uh, Hunger Games, Josh uh, Hutch Hutchinson. Hmm. Hutcherson. Hutcherson. Is it Hutcherson? The guy from Hunger... Yeah, he annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, well, oh, he really? gets it. He, he gets, gets it in the oh, beekeeper? he gets it. I'm going to watch it. That guy annoys you? Yeah. Oh, I think he's great. His face just annoys hey, yeah, the he hell out of me. He's got, a, he's got a bad too. guy face. He's got a punchable face. I have a hard time watching anything he's in. I, like, I didn't care about his character in the Hunger Games. Same. Like, kill him. <laughs> just kill him. Get the old lady with the bow and arrow and kill him. What is, what's, what's up with that? Because I feel the same way. I don't know what that is. Any movies in... There's a really funny face. show he was in. It's like he's too cute or something. Yeah, know. he was. Uh, what was the name of the show where the people kind? He's like a. He was on Hulu or something, and like these people come from like a dystopian future. He's like right in the middle of. Joey. Was he? Was he Shark Boy? And like these two heroes like step through a portal, and he's just like, and he gets <laughs> caught. That's how he, he's supposed to be the savior of the future. And he just gets caught Joeying in the first episode, and I was like, that's. Oh, and it was good. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was like a, it's definitely like a satire take on like that kind of genre. It was pretty. Oh, funny, he's the bad guy in the, in the beekeeper, and and there was the line, you know, they say to Jason Statham, "Who are you?" He goes, "I'm the beekeeper." Oh. <laughs> I'm the beekeeper. I'm the beekeeper. Mm. Right. I keep these bees. See. Have you ever seen a? Yeah, we you, get it. You ever seen those arguments about the best movie that has the movie title in it, like the best line, the best delivered line of the movie title in it? That's all I think of every time I see. A movie like that? Uh, just a movie that, like, says its title in it. Yeah. You know what I'm Those saying? Like, the there's best. always some line you that's built in. And you, <laughs> You're gone with the wind. Yeah, it, it, it always feels like... I don't think that's in there. You could have left that out. It almost always... Every time yeah. you see it, you, you go, oh, almost could have left that out. <laughs> they're the best. You have to have them. Anybody else see The Beekeeper? Man. Where's, where'd, you where'd you see it at? I don't know. It was online. It was... My son found it. Okay. Saturday night I watched... The new Mission Impossible. It's pretty good. I know it got thrashed 
and didn't do well in the theaters, but you saw that, right? It was just, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was fine. It, it was, was just good. nowhere it was near the, jump the best. Good. It was a Mission Impossible. There was, was some cool stuff in it. The Tom Cruise running. It was jumping. A, yeah, it yeah. was. It was a letdown as far as like story. It was just. It was just action. It's like here's some it's part one for two hours. Hey, if we're talking about catching up with modern times, I watched the John Wick, the very first one, all the way through. And oh, it's you did? Awesome. It's a great movie, right? It is awesome. So you'll like The Beekeeper. Okay. I can't, well, I love Statham films because they're ridiculous. <laughs> it's the same thing. Dude. I've only seen Crank out of his the films. Best. I've never seen any other Statham movies. We'll just picture that great. movie, but same kind of thing. It's, it's a different It's one name. of those, and just like no, with Bob Odenkirk, nobody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pissed off the wrong guy. Is Statham a dad? No, oh. Statham is a lone wolf. That, keeps bees. that Hutcherson kid was in a uh, a movie, basically a space version of Jumanji called Zathura, that we always we always really liked. It was like a good, good good movie for the kids. Yeah, Dax Shepard is in it. And uh, what is that? One? It's it's, all, it's, it it's literally, literally the Jumanji in space. Yeah. Wow, Jumanji in space. All right, back to the back to the commercials real quick. But that, I think that's, that's, a, a, I think a, that's a John um, a John uh, Favreau film. Ask one, one of his early ones. Sure. Is there a scene in Beekeeper having never seen it where he has to smoke people out? In oh. some ways, like this is an old trick I learned. No, no, keeping no. the bees, smoke them out. Ah, uh, ooh, ooh. close. Uh, he doesn't. Hmm. Is there a parallel made of some sort? Does he pull his pants down at any point and have a bee stinger in his butt? No, no. no. All right, well, no. Uh, I'm watching it. Man, am I dancing around it? Yeah, little? but he doesn't say it. But he does it. That's all I need to know. He also Continue. finds very clever way to, ways to kill people. It's great. It's great. It's great. Anyway, okay, so more, more commercials real quick. Um, uh, the T-Mobile uh, Magenta status spokesperson uh, was um, that commercial with everybody in it and their mom, like yeah, Bradley Jason, Cooper Jason and Momoa. his mom, Laura Dern, Jennifer Hudson, Common was in it. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah, the no, auditions. No, Momoa was... Um, I know what you're talking Yeah, T-Mobile with Donald Faison and... and yeah, the auditions one was was cute. Zach Braff. You, that was that was bad. That was on the bad list. No, no, it was good. Aubrey Plaza with the Mountain Dew ad. That was a pretty good one too. All right, here's what Billboard says. Billboard's top ten: Ice Spice for Starry, uh, Post Malone for Bud Light, uh, Dan Levy for Homes.com. Oh yeah. The T-Mobile hey. commercial with Jennifer Hudson and everybody. Uh, Cardi B for Nyx, NYX. Hmm. I'm going to say that one with the duck lips. Mm. Uh, the Paramount Plus with the Creed song. That's oh, a good yeah. one. Oh, right. I had seen that one already, but it was really good. With Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, the Uber Eats commercial was three. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck for Duncan was two. And Beyonce for Verizon. That was uh, Billboard's number one spot. Here's this list. Here's one of the, There's a hundred of them of the worst, worst title lines. Here's one. We're some kind of suicide squad. The next one is, I'd like to take his face off. Yeah, uh, you know, like movies like, with the lot, movies with uh, the title in it. Yeah, she's gone, baby, gone. Uh, let's see, killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> like when you feed, when you see these delivered in the script, you know, you're just like, ah, yeah, we already, yeah, we already know the title. Welcome to Con Air, mm. <laughs> gentlemen. Welcome to. The Rock. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that one. That too. was actually a good one. That was that a good one sneak too. one. Uh, what's the? You know what surprised me on the commercials, dude? The amount of money Temu has. There were so many. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I've been saying. 
Temu wrong. I'm yeah. not saying Timu. Timu? No, yeah. it's Temu. I think that's why they did that commercial so many times. They're like, these Dude. Americans are saying this wrong. Do you think they just switched it for the Super Bowls? Like, Let's Who's ordering that stuff? This way. That oh, they have that kind of money. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. What, what is that? It's, it's trash. It's, it's a Chinese market. It's like where Wish. You, where you, you buy it's cheap wish. things, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, where, you, where you get super cheap stuff. It's basically... Um, uh, all those, all those fake ones. You know, there's like a fake shoe one, a fake this, a fake that, or whatever. It's basically the mass market, the Amazon version of that. Yeah. Will you, you buy will you, knockoffs? Yeah. Well, you can yeah, go yeah. buy if you want a desk. You go buy the desk. It gets shipped to your house, and it'll be the size of like a pencil. You know, it's just tiny. And <laughs> everything's always smaller. There's nothing correct. Yeah, sometimes you're not. The paying. lights probably don't work. Yeah. It's really like you, cool you, like you need to read all the print on the website, kind of thing. But you know, it, they do well because people get. Crazy, crazy cheap stuff. And if you go to their site, they have a little will that'll spin. And sometimes you get a, like a hundred percent off or something. Wow! And the, whatever their best one is, somehow magically every time I've hit that, it, like it stops right on the best off. one. And I have to like sign up for it, and then I'm going to get that deal. Ha! Huh. They're very generous. Yeah, they had a lot of money. I guess to spend on ads. Each ad was what seven million piece. Seven, seven million, million. For seconds, right? Or was that 60 seconds? Uh, was it 7 million for? I thought it was 7, because that's what they said the Kennedy ad cost was 7 million. 7 million. All right, there's one more thing on the Super Bowl. And I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about the uh, the actual game itself. Did anybody catch Patrick Mahomes' weird snicker after one of his comments during the postgame show? No, we've heard it before, he though. He's like a weird dude. <laughs> Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? It's like, it's like Peter a- Griffin. <laughs> know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. <laughs> oh, I like He's it. He's bleeding. It's, it sounds like a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That makes Too me like much it more. tuna. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just speaking of Peter Griffin. Oh, no. I'll bring it up later. I'll bring it up later. There was a... Uh, Immediately, like the internet made, um, you know, like a like a gif about something that was so funny. Using Peter Griffin, I don't during the Super Bowl. Yes, was there a halftime? Yeah, (laughs) it's the the roller skating thing. (laughs) I can't wait. Dude, no, that was was awesome. That was the best part of it. Yeah, there's a clip of Peter Griffin. uh, Like that's what we have roller skating in Tron. Yeah, we wanted them in overtime where they have to do roller skates uh, to make it. A little more fun for the overtime. Yeah. Everyone skates around the field. I thought that was cool. Well, I'm glad you all had fun at your parties. <laughs> Thank you. And we're glad, glad that, you had fun at your parties. We're glad that you had fun <clears throat> at your non, non-party. Yeah, yeah you non-conformist. By not opening the doors to anyone. Stewing in my damn it. You didn't go to your party, make a sandwich, or go Chiefs. You completely flipped your weekend. Wow. I mean, I don't even know who you are right now. I did. I, I, I blew it, guys. I blew it. I blew it. Well, listen, I want to make good today. Because today, there are two it are two big days today. One, it's National Hug Day. Okay, today's National Hug Day, which is the perfect holiday to celebrate for Valentine's Week. It's amazing how a simple gesture like a hug could just melt your troubles away. And on a day where I have to break into the kids, they're probably going to state schools. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's what I went to. Nothing wrong with that. Hugs can help lower stress and blood pressure and reduce cravings and have so many other benefits. So today is National Hug Day. Moon, are you a hugger? 
Yeah. Are yeah. you a hugger? I wasn't growing up. I, it's not. It's not my family's. It's not my nurture, but it is my nature. Moon's a hugger. Rafe. Rafe's a hugger. Yeah. Rafe's a hugger. Pop Scott. Him. Oh yeah. Definitely a hugger. Scott's a hugger. Learn. No. no I'm not either. Don't touch me. I'm not touching you. Don't touch me. Right? No, I hug Am everybody. I, I, oh, are you kidding I me? I thought I had Look somebody. Look at me, dude. Everybody who hugs me picks oh. me up. It's like, hey, you and my parents, man. You're, you're good. Man, I thought I had. <laughs> I'm not salty at all. I thought we had all. something. Yeah. I, I hug people I hate. Not uh, hugging somebody doesn't. It's not a indicative of their, of their saltiness. Yeah, yeah. My mother, my mother and I hug, but my parents do not hug others. No, it's not. I got a, hugs from. For real? I yeah. Do. Favorite. Wow. Yeah. Terry, hug your mother. He is more loved. My friend's parents baby yeah. kiss. <laughs> That's right. More unlocked memories. I've no, been hugging ever since. You know what sucks about you is you were not a hugger. And, you know, I, I know that. And so I respect your boundary. And I don't hug you or just touch you at all. Like, Thank you. I can high five with Moon. I hug Rafe. I I'd hug King Scott I before take the a show. good high five. Yeah. You know? Thank you. I used to think it was super strange. Just because I grew up in a household that, that I never mm. saw that, really. So, like, I remember when people were, like, hugging in high school. I'm like, what are you doing? That's for, like, family reunions and stuff. Like, you just saw this person yesterday. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It took it took me a minute to kind of understand. Nothing's worse than a hugging a person and it's, like, a dead hug. What do you mean? Where they're kind hug. of, like, I'm not they don't want it and you if, just, you know. If we do wind so up hugging, it's not going to be a Straight bad hug. Arm. I'm going to go all out. Yeah. and they don't, and, Or the light. They hardly, you know. If you're going to hug... Do it with conviction. What's the standard? I go You're in. You're going to hug Kiss, I say. I go in on the cross. <laughs> I dip. I, yeah, I, I put my hands at the I, base of their bottom, and then I <laughs> hug pivot. that way. Use that as a pivot point. Yeah. <laughs> I slowly envelop and let people feel my strength because it's also a power move. Yeah. yeah. It's like a loving power move to be like, I could crush you if I wanted to. Never forget that. I always try to go. I'm five foot three, and I always try to hug people above their shoulders, oh, like no. an idiot. Because otherwise, oh. I'm only left with the. I always have to hug people Weird. with their waist. Yeah. Like Chris, Chris Frank, who's on KSU in the mornings. He's seven, he's foot, seven tall, foot tall, and yeah. I always go above his arm, and then he always picks yeah. me up for the hug. It's cute. Yeah, you're just a belt, like when you're hugging a. Seven, I am a fanny pack. A seven foot guy. He grabs me. <laughs> go. What am I doing down here? <laughs> if you were to pick a celebrity to hug you. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Give me a celebrity. Goldie Hawn. You want a Goldie Hawn I would, hug? That's oh, where you went? That's Goldie Hawn, I feel like I would just have her love and energy and light mm. would just come through me. Like anybody. Good Kate choice. Hudson, Oliver Hudson, Goldie, Kurt, Russell. I want to hug that mine. whole family. The whole family. Yeah, the the son, what's the brother or his son? Oliver. Wyatt. Oliver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wyatt. He seems like a wonderful fella. If you could be hugged by anyone, I've never thought about that question. They're uh Kurt Russell would be like the hug I never got from my dad. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's just the, right. he's the he is this generation's Atticus Finch. Huh. That's why he played that character in Vanilla Sky. He's like the dad character we all wish we had. Just give you a big hug. What about you, man? Tell you it's okay. Hold your shoulders and be like, I'm "Proud of you, son." Mm. Who are you hugging, dude? Andy Reid. <laughs> That's a good one too, That's man. A good one. I right. hug Andy Reid. I feel like he's just gonna let Duh. you hug him. <laughs> nah, I bet you he's a great hugger. You think so? <clears throat> huh. I'm going to think about that one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like he needs a hug after Travis Kelsey almost killed him. <laughs> he breeds this in the locker room, okay? He's not mad. Everybody's trying to talk crap on the Chiefs because of that and be like, oh, you're all rooting for, the guy you're all rooting for, look at him now. It's like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> shut the hell up. Yeah, I think 
for me, trying to break yeah. into Hollywood, um, <laughs> the guy I would like to hug most is Harvey Weinstein. I think he would help me yeah. get Oh, Scott, no. What? <laughs> I was just trying That's to get in Hollywood. That's, That's a, a good, good one. one. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. You know, beyond National Hug Day, also something quite <laughs> enjoyable. And this is true. And people give us, no pun intended, crap all the time for talking about our bathroom habits. A lot. Yeah. Okay. But I, I woke up this morning and I went, you know what? Scott Rizzuto, you're not going to bring up toilet talk today. Right. There's going to be no toilet talk on the show today. Welcome to toilet talk. <laughs> no toilet talk. Can you, can you go a day without talking about your bowel movements? And I said, yeah, I can. And this is me talking to myself in the morning. On and, the then, and I get to work today, and it's National Poop Day. <laughs> you got to be kidding oh, me. Did you get us a card? Today is, is actually, and you go look this up, National Poop Day. It's always celebrated the Monday after the Super Bowl. Because nobody's doing it. Everybody's constipated. Oh. Or not. Mm. Or they have diarrhea. Oh, poop. Yeah, that was the number one most played song in my Spotify last year. Hmm. Nice. Scott, you're credited as a writer on that, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Great lyrics. I uh, I came up with the words. I could see your signature in there. Uh, National Poop Day was created at the uh, the Madison Children's Museum back in 2016 as a, quote, fun way to explore an aspect of human life that is important to our daily health. So real quick before we hit the break, some stats. Bring we'll them. Put, you want it? You want them? Yep. You want them? I Here want we them. Go. Real quick. You, you know this. You know civilizations like thousands of years from now. You know how, how sometimes like mm. things disappear and then random things from civilizations just kind of survive. This that's going to be one of the things that survives mm-hmm. and outlives all the great things that we figured out and all the te- technological advances. And they're going to look back and say, you know, back in the the two thousands, they used to celebrate. Their bowel movements. They actually had a holiday for it. It says right here, look at this. Here's a recording of a holiday that they had right. in this particular country, this part of the planet, National Poop Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of their focal mm-hmm. points. All right, so some stats. 46% of Americans will only poop with other people around if it's an emergency. 63% of Americans admit to holding off on pooping around a date or a significant other. of Americans avoid dairy products around their significant other just to minimize the chances of needing to go around them. Wow. And 48% of Americans avoid eating spicy food around a significant other to prevent having to go to the bathroom. Now, according to a recent poll by All American Waste Services, the states that poop the most per day... Yeah. Michigan... Idaho and New Jersey. Jersey. The states that poop the least, the least amount per day. (laughs) Show me Missouri. Montana. (laughs) Somebody there. Indiana. Iowa. And Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are hung up on it. 
Top three least poopers in America. I believe it. That's wild. You know, that's like a natural thing, too. But I noticed uh, we, uh, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but we had our, I had my first experience at a local uh, restaurant restaurant franchise that we talk about a lot on this show. Yep. And I'll give you the full review. But as we were leaving, one of the kids was like, yo, I got to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Deuces. And I said, huh. uh, I said, just go, man. The bathroom's pretty nice in there. And, they, and he was like, no, man. Not in public. I would never. And I was like, oh, you got to get used to it, dude. You just, it's freedom. It's freedom, dude. Just go in there and not care. And it's like, what if somebody's next to me? I was like, that's even better. <laughs> just get over the fear. Just tackle the fear. Immerse yourself in the fear. And find freedom. <laughs> do it. He didn't do it. Ah. Now, when you fold, do, when you when you do the requisite paperwork at the end. Yes. <laughs> are you folding or are you wadding? Fold. It's going to upset everybody, but I'm a water dude. You're a water? And I think about the judgments that have been cast upon me each time, and I don't care. Uh, You're a folder, you're a water, Rafe. I'm I'm a recovering water, and now I'm a folder. Hmm. I'm a folder. I'm a folder. Yeah, I'm organized. I fold. Meticulous folds. Uh, More people fold than wad. 44% of people fold, 22% wad. How many squares do you use? <laughs> Too many. I'll admit. Too many, yeah. I'm a Five to eight? More? Less? Yeah. I'm a... I like the four. I have to keep it even right at four. Four squares? Yeah. I'm a four to six per because I double over. Yeah, mm. I'm the same. And I'm uh I'm probably a five to eighter. Well, I'm saying I'm a four to six per and there's at least two or three rounds. Just to be sure. I'm an overdoer. I take one square... <laughs> I folded 37 times onto the tip of my finger. <laughs> and I'm then I ride the lightning. Oh my God. Mm. No. Mm. I care about the environment. Yeah, now I get it. That's uh, Mighty Green of you. And Mighty, mighty Brown. Yeah, Mighty Green and Brown of you. All right, uh, we got to take a break, but first. And that is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. St. Louis is home for Blues Hockey from Florissant, Missouri. Morgan Garvey is our yeah, team. Morgan. Uh, Morgan is a podcast weirdo that has never missed a show for the past eight years that she has listened. Uh, she loves Learn's Perspective. Nice. Uh, loves her cat advocacy as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Rafe's Blunt Honesty. King Scott's One Liners. Moon's Positive Outlook on Life. And everything about our supreme overlord, me. <laughs> nice. Loves the games. Loves uh, when we play Password because she loves to participate with the gang while they play. Uh, also looks forward to being a Team Riz member before her husband. Well, there you go, Morgan. Morgan Garvey from Florissant is our Team Riz member today. Get super sweet Team Riz member today soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs team of 600 plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They can help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go to Dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals. 
since 1976. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chestrel Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and Cole Chesterfield Fence and Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Phone number 314 624 3833 618 3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show 1057thepoint.com. Sex Time Fun Facts coming up. Sex Tour of the Week. Hopefully, we'll have time to play three and five, give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets for Riz Show Live coming up in <laughs> not, not too long. Soon, yeah. coming up soon, March second. Uh, boy, tickets courtesy of Yingling. Uh, Yingling. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's sooner. Sweating out. Sooner than later. Uh, we got tickets for Thirty Seconds to Mars. We got tickets for Green Day and tickets for Point Fest. 2024. Uh, y'all been to Red Rocks for yeah. a show? Oh, twice, dude. It's twice. The best. I've been probably 10 or 12 times, 10 or 12 times and never seen a show. Huh? It's always passing through, or that's like a good place to stay. Um, yeah. Uh, bus wise, you know, because they have bus parking. Oh. And I've actually never seen a show never there. Never seen a show there, huh? Mm-mm. Have you seen a show there? I have. I saw 
the Avid Brothers several times, uh, and I saw, uh, I did yoga. You did? They do yogas on Sundays yeah, at Red Rocks. Yeah. It's kind of cool, dude. And I don't like yoga. You know me. Look at me, people. I do not like yoga. <laughs> but it was still cool because it's like the way it's shelved out. You just like well, it's sit. a natural amphitheater, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. use it's it. Cool. They use it every day. Like every day, there's people running in yeah. there. That's what I remember uh-huh. doing. Yeah, Scott, you seen a show there? I've not. I've been to its cousin, the Gorge. The but Gorge in Washington, right? Yeah. yeah, we played there a hundred times. Uh, yeah, I've been there a bazillion times, but not never Red Rocks. Yeah, I've always wanted. To, I've always wanted to go to Red Rocks. I'll say this about That's it because cool. I've seen Incubus and Deftones a thousand times in various venues around the. Midwest, and whenever they toured through Red Rocks, this had to have been like 2016, 2017, went to go see them. The artists take on a new level of yeah. their performance. Everybody they, plays up. They play up because it is a very spiritual place. Like, you can feel the energy of the mountains. I think everybody place. thinks of that U2, wasn't U2, the U2 video film there with the... Which one, the Rattle and Hum DVD? Uh, I don't know. It's the like They have the fire on the side of the stage. I've never and, seen that. I think everybody gets the idea of Red Rocks from that. You ever seen any any of those YouTube DVDs? Mm-mm. Yo, that Rattle and Hum DVD is awesome. Yeah, they're really. Rattle and Hum's good. Actually, the soundtrack to it's good as well. It's yeah. yeah. It's All cool. I know is Brandon Boyd and Chino Marino were otherworldly at Red Rocks. Hmm. Well, I bring up Red Rocks because volunteers have collected fifty pounds of gum from beneath the seats. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> 50 pounds, man. That's Fifty awesome. pounds. They say that's from one year. One year of people putting their gum under seats at Red Rocks. What the hell's wrong with people? 50 pounds. The Friends of Red Rocks is an all-volunteer organization that spends one week and a month cleaning up the trails that surround the venue, and they also make sure the venue itself is in the best possible shape. Apparently, one of their ongoing challenges has been scraping the wads of dried chewing gum out from under the benches where some audience members tend to stick them. I just want to know who decided, hey, you know what? I just collected one of these off. Let's just save it and see how many pounds we're going to get of this gum. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this, if you park, because when you park at Red Rocks, you're kind of parking in the mountains a little bit because they only have so much parking lot. You're parking on a street that gets up there, essentially. And if you got to, they have all these little bathroom holes, like essentially are old school uh, outhouses. So if you got to go and everybody else, they Just huddle around man. the outhouse. It's literally a hole in the ground. Whoa, <laughs> oh, no yeah. way. It's pretty, that. it's hey, pretty cool, have, you guys. They have <laughs> a half cool. moon parking lot. Sounds, uh... Sounds sounds very Colorado, very crunchy. Hey, you I guys, was. you guys have been there. Have you been to the museum? Did you see the museum in the back? There's a museum. No, I did not. So yeah, so if you go to the very very top, and then go down on the other side, like over that little cliff area, there is a, a museum, and it's got really? super cool Beatles stuff and like uh, like others, you know, uh, obviously the history of who's played there and all right. that kind of stuff. I think it's right. open during the day. It's a it's a cool well, it's a cool little run. Yeah. Listen, there's a reminder here in a Facebook post. A group, uh, the group is the Gum the Gum Scraping Crew. Uh, they've worked uh, worked to clean strangers' gums off off benches for the past three years. They say, uh, again, they removed uh, more than 50 pounds of gum during 2023 alone. The benches look so amazing and clean. Friendly reminder, gum is not allowed at Red Rocks. Do they do it during the winter so it's cold and kind of chips off? That's a good idea. Maybe. Hmm. 50 pounds just in one year. I think we were there once when it was covered in snow, too. And it's cool. Looking. That would be cool. Yeah, it's one of those. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see, you know... Something out there. Go see a favorite of yours out there. That's what I'd like to see. There you go. That's what I often wonder if, are the bands playing up or is the environment, because it is natural acoustics like the rock, the dinosaur rock on one side, and it's such a cool place to see a show, is, you know, it's chicken egg. 
I'm like, is the are the artists playing up? Or are they just playing a concert in a real cool venue? So you're feeling right. you're, you're feeling a little extra cool for being there. It's definitely both, especially if you if you. I'll say this: If you get to see a band play Red Rocks for their first time, yeah, I bet you that is something yeah. real special. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw Langhorn Slim there, and he like ran all the way up to the top of it, and it was it was a pretty dope show. Okay, you two at Red Rocks was under a blood red sky. Was That's their neat. was their concert was their concert? What year? Film that was eighty three. Damn, that would be neat. Nineteen eighty three, where they got the you know. The giant cauldrons of fire on the side of the stage. So check that out. Under a, under a blood red sky. And that really, I think everybody who plays Red Rocks thinks their concert's going to look like that. I saw Nine Inch Nails there in 22. And Whoa. I don't think that that, I love Nine Inch Nails and seen them a lot too. But um, it, for some reason, that sort of show I wanted to see indoors. I feel like maybe more industrial like a smaller club for Nine Inch Nails. Is, I've seen that, and it's much cooler. Yeah, because they got a lot of light boards yeah. and stuff like that, and, and outside that doesn't translate well. But, I've, I've seen Nine Inch Nails outside, too, and it's like, ah. Yeah. But Incubus, before. I mean, it was spectacular. Because I just feel like that band is one with the earth. Oh, okay, go ahead. Hippie. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and hit me with it. One with the earth. Yeah. All right, here's... Take your shirt off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> here's our resident hippie with Crab on Celebrity. And now, Crab! Celebrities. You guys are so one with the earth. Play pardon me. By the way, <laughs> they're re- re- redoing Morning View and they just released Echo last week and it's a completely different take on that song. So if you are a Morning View Incubus fan and you want to hear what and they- I am. Dude, the end of it, they do this kind of crescendo action. Brandon Boyd sounds older because he's he re-recorded it older. And But what they did to that song made it better than the original. I'm looking forward to that entire re-release. I just want to hear Fungus Among Us, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. And some earthy. Yeah. Who's got the green? I want them to redo Enjoy. All right, time All right. to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crab on celebrity. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Ursher put on clinic mm. for the Apple Music Super Bowl 58 halftime show. There was singing, dancing, and roller skating, and we went through the decades of our youth at the club. I have a couple of sound bites, Riz, if you would. You um, and Tony Romo can go away, dude. You that, could go that, to that hell. Was, uh, that, was, to. that was the best uh, halftime show we've seen in 10 years. Get out of I here. agree. Get out of it here. Was dude. It was exactly what it's supposed to do and, and nothing more here. and nothing less. It, it was spectacular. It was okay. It made every single person in, in the room it was, happy. I was bored. I was going into it not excited and then as it's kept, when Alicia Keys came out, I go, I'm living you for You think this. this was better than Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? As far as uh, overall, yes. For four out of here. Dude, four Get generations, four generations you know in our why? house enjoyed it. I thought to myself... They're not trying too hard. Sometimes people try so hard on the, like, Rihanna coming exactly. in on the stairs, walking down, and I'm like, he just did a performance, and it was cool. It was awesome. And they had all the, all the, like, statuesque dancers, and then the roller skate thing was dope, dude. Listen, yeah, you know, that was Iowa, amazing. You know, my favorite of all time was Maroon 5, so. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That is. It yeah, felt like 2003. I just that's thought it was bar. good. I just thought it was like, a, yeah, right I felt like I was okay. watching a really good concert and not somebody trying too hard to do a Super Bowl It was, oh, it was okay. But they're all okay. You're weird, this was dude. a better version of okay. They're not I all agree. okay. Listen. Prince, 
Outstanding. Yeah, okay. Tom Petty. Prince. Outstanding. That's Tom Petty. Okay, so Usher you're, you're isn't biased. Prince. That's... Usher is like, I think, people um, underestimate him. And he has so many things. He came out all decked out in white. He had the one glove. I think that's his paying homage to Michael Jackson, who was his idol growing up. Right. He comes out singing Caught Up. Then we didn't know who the special guests were going to be. Alicia Keys. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, Play it. I have some Alicia Keys. That was Keys. cool. That piano was dope. And yeah, maybe, maybe it's because I don't know many Usher songs. And that's the thing. Okay, maybe, that's okay. May, and that is okay. They were all hits. And I knew like everyone. We, yeah, we all right. knew everyone in this. In, I knew in I knew this song here. I knew this one. I was like, oh, okay, I know okay. that. It, it took me like a minute to figure out, oh, I know that one. Okay. All right. That marching band horn section was dope. It was super cool. Whoever was the MD, I don't know if it was Blackstone or not, but they, I think they just nailed it. It was super tight, super hit driven. Yeah. It wasn't too much. It was fun with the costume changes. I thought uh, the the guests were out there for the perfect amount of I time. I was not captivated. I was like, okay. Oh my god, you're so salty. Band. I'm not salty. Put, and a halftime show. Can you please play the Alicia Keys that I have here? I, the, this woman, we saw her at St. Louis Music Park a couple years ago. This woman is so gifted, and she came out. Mm-hmm. She just exudes happiness. Mm-hmm. Her face is gorgeous, and they were so cute together. Every, you know, everybody's like, Swizz Beats. Her husband better watch out. All right, here's. Uh, Alicia Keys and Usher. I forgot Give how me my Alicia she is. Keys, damn it. This was so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> then. Uh, okay. That for, it did. The first note did not go as planned. No, it didn't. But you know what? She's, she's keeping it real. She's singing for real. She's singing for I know real. she's singing for real. Uh, she's singing for real. Yeah, yeah I all think she did it on purpose so people would know she was singing for real. Yeah, all, oh. all, all the people out there that are all like, uh, oh, she's terrible. Go watch your favorite I rock band. If they fall said, off the stage, the vocals are still I going. I never said she's terrible. She's na- No, she's yeah, I just, excellent. Uh, oh, Alicia Keys. You know, playing the big red piano. I go, oh, cool, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Some oh. Found it then. How you like that? Found it by the second line. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, I'm tingly. I'm tingly in my wiener, kind of. Then, a little later, Jermaine Dupri (laughs) appeared to hype the crowd up before the performance of Confessions. You know that song. Is that who the guy in the helmet was? Yeah, that was Jermaine. Uh, he was in the glasses. Ball. No, Jermaine Dupree was the guy that looked like he had the <laughs> short <laughs> pants on. I was in the Robocop helmet, dude. I could not that figure out who was, that was. Well, I am. Dude, yeah, that, that was okay. a little bit later. I wish you guys could have seen it. So it's me, Scott, and Mark from the 2SG. You know, so I'm I'm standing next to the 2SG, and when the My Confessions thing came on, all three of us are mumbling the Weird Al version, mm. basically. <laughs> it was, you it guys just are nerds. it turned into a Weird Al fest right there. Yeah. <laughs> then. Her comes out with a guitar, shreds. Okay, didn't know who that was. Okay, that's your bad. Leading into Bad Girl and You Got It Bad. Then the grand finale, Will I Am, 
Lil John. I mean, turn down for what took me right back to floating on I the like Hoosa. I like that part. Right, I know, I know, the, and I know that song. And Luda, Luda came out Big shoes. in giant boots. So here's a little bit of uh, Lil John and the East Side Boys with uh, Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I like this part. We're going to take you to Usher on the 25th and 26th of October at the Enterprise Center. We're going to let you have a little. Oh, yeah, I do. And we're going to go on the floor. I'm going to the entire time. You know that. Well, congratulations to Usher. And he may cap this historic performance at the Super Bowl halftime show uh, after dating his girlfriend, Jen, for more than five years. They obtained a marriage license in Las Vegas last night or yesterday uh, to get married as well. What a great weekend for him. I think he killed it. I'm I'm happy for him. What are the reviews? Is anybody reading reviews of this? Thousand stars. Yeah, everybody loved it. I read one was a thousand stars. I saw one complaint. You know for a fact. Everybody that was hating it still loved the fact that they were all hoping to see somebody totally eat it. I saw some Gen uh, Xer on, post uh, on the roller skates. Hey, this is like when the, your parents, when you Rolling Stones did the halftime show, just let Gen X have it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know. You gotta admit though, you were waiting for somebody to to totally fall. Oh, oh yeah, on the roller skates. On the roller oh, yeah. skates. And uh, and Usher almost took he almost a, did took it. a dip there. Yeah, <laughs> but the costume changes were quick. I just thought the whole choreographic experience was. Completely well, I'm glad on. you enjoyed it. Little cool. John, one person in Wildwood who did not. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. I saw Little John at the Sykeston Boot Hill Rodeo. You want to talk about a fish out of water? And he crushed it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm a little John. Most country fan. white people you could imagine, post pandemic, putting their four year old kids on their shoulders and dancing from the unedited to the window to the wall. <laughs> yeah, nobody said nothing. Sweat. And I was <laughs> like, it was the greatest ball. day of my life. <laughs> Little yeah. John is the healing we needed in a post pandemic world. Yeah. I agree. Also this weekend, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation announced its list of uh, class of 2024 nominees. I'm going to go through them. All right, let's pick, let's make our picks. And Hey, Scott. Hey. Uh, Scott, yep. are you on the phone? What are we doing? Yeah. We're going to make our picks as to who's going to get in the Rock Hall this year. Well, let, I'm going to read oh, them. Yeah. You guys Here are the nominees. Okay, let me... let me write the Everybody write theirs down. Scott's going to keep them in right. a safe place. I got it. I got it right here. Oh, Moon, you going to keep them? Yeah. Oh, Moon, you got them? Everybody yeah. just okay. fend for yourself. All right, here we go. So in no, al- we can't fend for ourselves. Alphab- yeah, somebody, needs, somebody needs to take control here. Alphabetical order. Uh, Mary J. Blige, this is her second nomination to the no, Rock Hall. not getting in. Mariah Carey's first nomination... Cher's first nomination, and Cher. she has not commented yet, but back in December, she didn't have nice things to say about the Rock Hall. She says, you know what? I wouldn't be in now if they would give given me a million dollars. I'm not kidding. I'm never changing my mind. They just can't, you know, they can't, they have no um, real say in her, so she's like probably not what? getting in. Anyway, mm. Dave Matthews Band, their second nomination. Oh. <laughs> Eric B. and Rakim, their first nomination. Foreigner's first nomination. Oh, yeah. Which they come up all the time as a band that deserves it. So for Foreigner, this nomination is long overdue. They've been eligible for uh, since 2002. McJones is the founder and last original member in the band. Lou Graham has long maintained that his relationship with Rolling Stone magazine and the late chairman, uh, Jan Winner, kept them from being nominated. Uh, Peter Frampton's first nomination. He's really stoked. He's been eligible since 1997. Jane's Addiction, their second nomination. Cool in the Gang, a first nom for them. Lenny Kravitz, first nomination. Oasis, the first nomination. Sinead O'Connor, a posthumous first nomination. Oh, my gosh. Slow down. Lo- Who was that Lo- after Oasis? Sinead O'Connor. Lenny Kravitz, first. That's his first. I missed one. Who was after that? Oasis. Oasis, that's their first as well? Yes. 
And then what was after that? Sinead O'Connor, her first nomination. No Sweet Frampton and Kravitz. Cool in the Gang. That's it. Jane's Addiction. Okay, Adam. Ozzy Osbourne's first nomination uh, is just solo. solo. He's already in from 2006 with Black Sabbath. Sade's first nomination. And A Ooh. Tribe Called Quest, this is their third. All right, so of those, let's all pick three. Who usually gets in? Four, five, four? It's like more than that. Five, six, seven. Really? Uh, let's pick four. Okay. Everybody picks four. Okay. Hey. All right, Rafe. Four. The O's have it. I think uh, Osborne, Shannon oh, O'Connor will get in posthumously. I think Oasis will probably get in. And then could be Mariah. Could be Tribe Called Quest. I think that's a that's a coin flip. Learn. I'm going Foreigner, Frampton, Kravitz, Osborne. Okay. Um, is, is this is who we think is going to get in, or Kravitz this is who first we want in? Though? Mm-hmm. Uh, who we think? Yeah, who you think? Uh, tell me who you, who you said. Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Ozzy, and Lenny. Man, I would have said share if you would have said all that stuff about her <laughs> talking trash. <laughs> Man, I, so I am definitely uh, I'm I'm definitely Ozzy. I think Ozzy's going in. I think Oasis is going in. Those are the two that I feel pretty confident in. Uh, the rest of them, dude, I don't know. Uh, cool in the gang. What? What? Uh, give, give me some. Give Celebrate me some hits. good times. Come, Come on. on. Okay. And other than that, it's too hot. Too hot. I think so. I mean, we're talking about folks. Are we talking about folks with like one or two hits? Sometimes. Ladies yeah. night. Cultural impact on music. Cool Cultural impact. Jungle okay. Boogie, on the road. Cool in the Gang. Then I'll, I'm going to be weird and I'll say Cool in the Gang. It's not a bad Cherish, one. Cool in the Gang. And I will say Mariah Carey. Okay. It's musical impact influence on other artists' length and depth of career, body of work, as well as innovation and superiority in style and James Addiction should get in again, but nobody that's, knows what the hell they're doing over there. What do you mean that's wrong? I just mean that's totally wrong. But go on. Um, Riz for James Addiction. No, I'm not. They're not going to get in. Heart. They're not going to get in because people are stupid. Uh, but but yes. you want them to get in. <laughs> they should get doing. in. Yeah. Uh, who else? They should get in. Uh, Dave uh, Matthews, of course. <laughs> I know you. Ozzy Osbourne will get in. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's three. That's four no, for I Ozzy. Th- I didn't pick James or. Oh. You, oh. Well, so no, what I said you they should trouble? get in. Okay, who, so should I just hold picking? off? What do you want to talk about? I said they should get in. This is a list of who I think is going to get in. <laughs> okay. All right. How We're hearing the should How list racing? first. We do should first. Oh, And oh, won't because people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Just tell me when to start writing. Ozzy will get in. Okay. Is that your vote? We get four. I know. I'm asking you. Yes, that is my vote. Okay. Golly, man. Ozzy. Ozzy will get in. That's four for uh, for Ozzy. A Tribe Called Quest will get in. Mm. Agreed. So I I voted for them last time. I I don't know. Foreigner. Long shot. Uh, They're they're my dark horse. Name me the hits. Oh, I want to know what love is. Jukebox Hot Hero. They got Hot great songs, but that guy is right. He's, Urgent. His affiliation with the Rolling Stones guy has hurt him, I think. Yeah, Feels like the first time. Woo, Jan I'm not Winters done yet. out. I'm not though. done. And this is their only. This is their first time nominated. Uh, yes. Interesting. Uh, Sinead O'Connor probably will get in. Does not deserve it. Agreed. No offense. Agreed. Well, that's Agreed. a one song. What? What? She had a huge impact on she's gonna musical get in. influence. She will get in because she's passed. Yes. It's the death vote. It's yeah. the death yeah. vote. She's, you get the death she's vote. She's getting the tragedy vote. That's three O's. And you know what? What? Kate Bush last year got in, and that's a one-song check. Again. Yeah, sorry to hear that. 
I'm sure she was great. I'm, I, I know she was great. Mm-hmm. But let's be that's honest. Not what this is for. Nobody knows Sinead O'Connor other than the, the Prince song. Yeah, we're not rewarding greatness here. They're rewarding like longevity and, and nobody effect and all knows sorts of stuff. Sinead O'Connor. What about Cher? Other. Cher's had a huge impact, 50 plus years on Cher music. I think so too. But uh, like Rafe said, you, you, what you said that she said kind of takes her out of the running a little bit. No, they've bit. done that. Black Sabbath and Ozzy did that back in. They didn't attend their induction. Rage didn't attend either. So it, even if they say they don't care, they still get in. It's they almost like an FU in. to people that do that. Mm. So Scott, she might get in then. Your picks. Doggone it. Cher. I didn't think about that. Yep. Um, yeah, I got Mariah. And I'm going to go uh, Oasis, Sinead O'Connor, and Ozzy. Though, Sade should be in. I hope Oasis gets in. Man, I love Sade. Sade's amazing. So good. Mary J. Blige deserves it. And it's her third time, but I don't think she'll get it over some of these other people. James deserves it. Oasis deserves it. Dave Matthews, don't let's you not, think? Let's not sleep on Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. he deserves it, too. That's his second. Nominee ballots good, will be sent to international voting body of more than 1,000 artists, historians, and members of the music industry. You can vote at vote.rockhall.com, and the ceremony will take place again uh, sometime from Cleveland in air on Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ABC. And it, just a reminder, Jan Winter, you know, stepped down as chairman. So John Sykes is the new chairman of the foundation. So that does change things because Jan Winter has had such a weird relationship. He ruled the rock hall with an iron fist. He did. Uh, So that's three for Mariah. That's uh, two for Foreigner, one for Peter Frampton, one for Cool and the Gang, three for Oasis, one for Lenny Kravitz, two for Sinead O'Connor, five for Ozzy, and two for Tri. Dude, go home and listen to some Foreigner today. Dude, I'm at a, I'm putting on Foreigner on my way home. You are? I'm opening up all four windows. Oh, my God. Turning it up and ripping off the knob. <laughs> is, that, is that a band, though, that you can listen to on the entire ride home, let's say? Oh, hell yeah. Like, Boston is like, once I put it on, I, I want to listen to... I want to listen to that sound for two records. Foreigner's got some bangers. And they're coming to town for their farewell part, too. So see them this uh, year at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Ozzy Osbourne and the estate of Donna Summer want nothing to do with Kanye West. You see this over the weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ozzy says Kanye asked him if he could sample a live performance of Black Sabbath's Iron Man from his appearance at the U.S. Festival of 1983 with a track on his new album called Vultures. Ozzy refused, and then Kanye went ahead, used it anyway, playing the song last Thursday at a listening party in Chicago, to which Ozzy said he refused permission because Kanye West is an anti-Semite and has caused untold heartache to many. He goes, I want no association with this man. Oh, that's the Us Fest. I'm sorry, is it the Us Fest? It's the Us. So I never knew how to say that. That's Steve Wozniak. That was his music festival. The Us Festival? Yeah. I always thought it was the U.S. Festival. Anyway, um, ACDC have announced their first tour since the Rock or Bust outing in 2015. Guess what, guys? Are we not getting a date? The Power Up Tour will start May 17th in Germany and will not come to the U.S. Oh, that, that's got to go over that's there. change. Dr. Dre and Snoop announced a gin and juice drink on Saturday, according to the details in a very not safe for work trailer on YouTube. The beverage will come in apricot, citrus, melon, and passion fruit juices. Beyonce is going country after her Verizon ad aired at the Super Bowl. She announced a new country album called Renaissance Act 2. It'll be out on March 29th. And then released two songs from it. One called Texas Hold'em. It's twangy. And the other one is called 16 Carriages. Man, the whole world's gone country. What's this sound like? You know, I haven't listened to it yet. Did you listen to it at all? New Beyonce? Uh, Let me see. Do I have any of that? Uh, Here we go. Here's some Beyonce. This ain't Texas.
though. It sounds like, what do you think country music sounds like? Oh, this. Here's, uh, here's another one. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. I'll never listen to it. Yeah. Did you see that commercial with Carl Weathers in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sad. Well, we now Think of destiny. The um, cause of death is now known. The actor, as we found out last week, passed away at the age of 76. And according to the death certificate, it was atherosclerotic cardiovascular I hear disease. Dolph Lundgren is in hiding. And um, <laughs> anyway, natural causes is what's being rolled out <laughs> as. And he's getting uh, cremated. We know so much from the family. I think they were cutting them out of the commercial. They put uh Yeah, you know, you know what they said? They said, oh, now we have to edit it. All they did was put the, the text on there with his death date. Yeah, which was a sweet thing. Yeah. It, I it, definitely, it was but we thought that it was, because when I first saw his face, I was like, oh, they didn't edit it. That's what I said first. I go, they didn't edit it, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they didn't edit him out. Then I'm like, why would they edit him, edit him out? Right. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't know the yeah, it's not of offensive. The, I just nice didn't know what it was. It. Maybe like we I thought it was they made it sound like there was like sensitive material in mm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no. Just a couple of miscellaneous things. John Stewart returns tonight to The Daily Show. OJ Simpson has prostate cancer, currently undergoing treatment, and The Golden Bachelorette is officially happening. We had The Golden Bachelor. Now we will have The Golden Bachelorette, which will happen on ABC. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um Allison Chains released the 30th anniversary LP edition of Jar of Flies with actual flies pressed into the vinyl. So what are some other weird things that bands have pressed into a vinyl record? Anything stand out in your brain? Blood, I'm sure. Yeah, blood. It's been done a million times. Yeah. Kiss did that. I was seeing Oh, no, that was a comic book. Blood's been mm. a couple of times. So um, Blood of Celebrities, the album The Flaming Lips and the Heady Fweens uh, contained blood from Nick Cave, Sean Lennon, Kesha, and Chris Martin. Also blood from singer Meredith Graves of the band Perfect with their album Say Yes to Love. Also, diarrhea has been pressed mm. into albums. Back <laughs> in t- <laughs> no, this, no. <laughs> yes, back Come in 2004, on, the band Ray X or Ra X what? mixed, and I quote, hemorrhoid-infected diarrhea into a vinyl edition of their album, The Opium Dem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have gone butthole surfers over under on that yeah. all day. Man, every time you play that record, it stinks. Uh-huh. Also, ashes from a burned Bible, quite blasphemous from the album Gravestone Skylines by Rebel Hellmouth. Alert. Yeah, woo, that's Ooh, cool. We're, we're crazy. We remember this one from last year. The Fallout Boy uh, had tears pressed into their vinyl oh, album, right. so much for oh, Stardust. Yeah. And Marijuana Leaves, not surprisingly, was on the reissue of Dope Smoker from the band Sweep. No, uh, no semen. Baby batter, huh? Surprise. No baby batter. Nah, not in this list. Well, or it happens so commonly that it doesn't the Rizzuto record. Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. Guaranteed. Yep. Anyway, that's your crap on celebrities. Uh, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Robert Griffin III. That's the Heisman Trophy winner who now works as an NFL analyst for ESPN. He's 34. Christina Ricci is 44. Gucci Mane is 44. Uh, I think it's AJ Naidu. Uh, that's uh, Samir in Office Space. Uh... He is uh, 52. Darren Aronofsky, the director, is 55. Josh Brolin, who, by the way, is in the news because he's uh, he's writing poetry now. Uh, he is uh, 56. China Phillips is 56. Arsenio Hall is 68. Dudes, Arsenio Hall is 68 years old. Hmm. Joanna Kearns from Growing Pains is 71. Michael McDonald. Yeah, I'm over here. San Luis Zone. Yeah, he's 72. Uh, Michael Ironside, 
from uh, Perfect Storm. He's in Starship Troopers, Total Recall, Top Gun, Scanners. Like, you know this guy. Free Willy, the next Karate Kid. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, he's 74. Maude Adams. Uh, she's the only Bond girl to star in two 007 movies. She's 79. Mo Bandy, country singer, is 80. And Judy Bloom. Yeah, Judy Bloom is 86. We'll have another one. Uh, Joe Don Baker is 88. That is the sheriff uh, uh, pusser in the original 1973 Walking Tall. The Rock played him in the mm. 04 remake. And he is one of only a handful of actors to play both a Bond villain and an ally. He was an arms dealer against Timothy Dalton. And then he was a CIA agent helping Pierce Brosnan. How old is he? He's 88. 88. Hmm. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Sylvia Saint. And today's birthday girl has been in 464 fine films, including The Adventures of P-Man 2, oh. <laughs> As Good As It Gets, It Ain't Easy Being Sleazy 2, Nylon Nymphos 1, Save the Last Lap Dance for Me, <laughs> Stinky Fingers 2, Young Girls in Dark Territory 1 and 4, and Who Can Forget a Role in 2007's United Colors of Ass 7. <laughs> Celia <laughs> Saint is 48 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back, and we got your sex time fun facts. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods. Because the the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Listening to the Rizzuto Show. Please come be adios, amigo. Thank you. Welcome back to the Rizzuto Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, Comic Con on uh, Saturday, 
to learn? Yeah, I got to meet Sean Astin, take my niece. She dressed as Heath now Ledger's I Joker. That's meet cool. Sean Astin. How much did you pay to wait in line? To $105. Worth it. $105. And get three seconds of his time. It was so cute. That was the first celebrity my niece had ever met. And so we're in line. And I'm dressed as Julie Newmar Cat Woman. Tim's dressed up as uh, Adam West Batman. And our niece is Heath Ledger Joker. And she goes, I'm really nervous. Go, don't be nervous. She's like, I love the Goonies. I'm like, I know. Isn't this so cool? Yeah, yeah. How old is she? She's 14. That's, okay. that's cool. She likes the yeah, Goonies. That's awesome. She's you know a cool chick. You know what's wild is my 15-year-old girl would have loved meeting him, and it has nothing to do with the Goonies. It has to do with Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what put him on the radar for my daughter. Well, Stranger Things, yeah. So stupid is I go, oh, man, I loved you in, like, 50 First Dates and Encino Man. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, Encino Man. Right? It's yeah. classic. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's... he's what was his character in Lord of the Rings? Oh, is he yeah. Samwise? He's, Samwise? Yeah, he's Samwise Genji. Right? I didn't realize he was in that. <laughs> you thought that was real. Dude, he's, it was really he's, fun. He's the hero yeah. of it all. Scott thinks it's a documentary. Long line? <laughs> it's a really good one. You know what? They had it down to a science. 15 minutes. Not long at all. I did wait in line an hour and a half for waters for my family, though. Wow, that's uh, absurd. They had one concession stand at the Springfield Expo Center. Uh, the water was, was harder, harder to get to one. than Sean Astin. It really was. Wow. Also, uh, Josh Ennis from Casey, his dad, Scott Ennis, who's the voice of Scooby-Doo and Shaggy and all these, he had a booth set up. I'm Long sorry. line to meet him. What? I'm sorry, what? Scott Ennis is Josh Ennis's dad and I, like legendary character. Casey's on. <laughs> Someone sent me, my mom sent me that. I was like, do you know Scott Ennis? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And uh, But it turns out he's a St. Louis guy. Yeah. Or a Springfield guy, sorry. Springfield guy, yeah. I had no idea that Are was you telling dad. me he's got Scooby-Doo money over there? Yeah, they he's got, got Scooby-Doo Scooby money. Down there. I didn't want to pay $60 to meet Josh Ennis's dad, though. So I did wave and go, your son I know your son. Uh, you're from Springfield. What the son. Time out. <laughs> your son took over my show. Hi, Scott. Hanna-Barbera animated films, television shows, video games, commercials, mostly notable for Scooby-Doo, Shaggy Rogers, Scrappy-Doo, Popeye the Sailor Man, Fred Flintstone, Barney Rubble, Foghorn Leghorn, Bugs Bunny, Yogi Bear, Captain Caveman. May I mean, there's That's more. Josh's dad? Josh's yes. dad. I saw an interview, or a, I read an article where he said, like, his dream as a kid was to... Uh, be the voice of Scooby-Doo, and then you got to do it as an adult. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. How neat is that? That's pretty neat. He, and also, he worked in radio for a while, too. He also voiced Astro from the Jetsons in a Radio Shack commercial in the 90s. Dang. And uh, and, and Flintstone and Barney Rubble in a Toshiba commercial in 2002. Pretty cool. I thought Casey Kasem was shaggy. I, mean, I think he was in that particular series. He was the Scooby-Doo between 98 and 2001. Yeah. And then he was the shaggy... I guess at 98. <clears throat> Pretty cool. I'll share Pretty a photo of us cool. with Sean Astin on the that social. Is, let me see. I want to see it. You want to see it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Right hurry. now. Right now. Hurry. Unplug your computer. <laughs> yeah, so not the OG, but in like early 2000s. Don't make fun of me. That's being, Sean Astin? I'm peak cat because I'm dressed as a cat. In this photo. He's he's full grandpa. <laughs> yeah, she's fully he's full, He's full dad. He's full dad. I saw that photo and I was like, it's nice to see you in fully formed. <laughs> let me sit. Wait, Final wait, form. I need to see Sean Astin again. <laughs> All right. You haven't seen Sean Astin? Did anyone think you were Black Panther? No, but nobody knew I was Julie Newmar, uh, like okay, 60s version, which I was kind of a. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious. Your hair did, looked cool, too. Did yeah, you, you see him up. in Stranger Things? Yeah, I saw yeah. the oh, necklace. Okay. It's yeah. not too different. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if they think that's Wakanda. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, it's Wakanda forever. Current. Yeah. Had my bullet belt on. I thought I wasn't going to be able to get in with that, but yeah. they didn't check me. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Springfield. Let's do. Let's do your sex time fun facts. 
They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. And it's sponsored by... The one and only Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. So adults, and this is a... This is a... Pretty interesting stat here. Adults who are married report being far happier than people in any other relationship status. Yes, married people are happier than anyone else. Nice. Now this is uh, from the polling company Gallup. They have what may be the biggest database ever created on, and of course, well-being is subjective, but the largest ever database on subjective well-being. So from 2008 to 2020, they collected data from over 2.5 million people, 2.5 million U.S. adults, and comparing across relationship status, adults who are married are by far the happiest as measured by how they evaluate their current and future life. Now, were they asked next to their spouse? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing. Yeah, sure. I'm My wife oh, says awesome. I'm the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> well, 75% of uh, fellas who were, who were polled said, I'm happy, followed by a wink, wink. <laughs> nah, there's a lot of happy. Now, married adults uh, ages 25 to 50 are 17% points more likely to be thriving than Ooh. adults who have never married. And that's up 12 percentage points since 09. Dang, that's a lot. And that's not, that's not a, de- it's not a demographics thing either. All ages, races, genders are happier when married. Hmm, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Why do you think those numbers are up since 09? Uh, 2020 play, probably played a part. Maybe. That's a good point. Never <laughs> thought of that. Also, uh, when did gay marriage get legalized? Like, gay couples happy or adding to the... Maybe. factor. Maybe. I never really thought about 2020. That, that probably played yeah. a big role. That might have been 2012, though. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it uh, you know, it was a straw that broke the camel's back for sounds right. for a lot of relationships. But at the same time, like, yeah, I think it solidified a lot of people like, mm. hey, man, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm here for good reason. And, and we're like, hey, we're I'm, stuck together. I actually like you. Yeah, and, and, and I think it also forced people to, like, work on the things that they probably needed to work or on. Or evaluate your future. Like, hey, man, you know, I'm, you know what I think? Therapy. Yeah. I think we've normalized therapy, and people are going more, including couples therapy, marriage counseling, and people are actually going and talking about their problems instead of just staying in a resentful marriage and yelling in the closet. Dude, that's mm. that's completely true. Hmm. I mean, it, it, and there's no shame in that. You got to, if you have no, issues in no, your marriage no. and you, you want to make it last, you got to do the work. No shame in that game. Uh, believe it or not, the phrase sliding into your DMs, that is now a decade old. If not older. And a lot has changed over the past 10 plus years of social media. Dating.com has the results of a new survey. And 47% of people now say their relationship began because one of them decided to shoot their shot in a private social media message. Hmm. So 47% of new relationships start after a DM on social media. Now, of course... Of course, they were talking to people who were on the dating scene in recent years. So, so the pool didn't include people who have been married for you know forty years and have never heard of social media when they were you know were hooking up. But still, forty-seven percent shows a massive impact of social media on new relationships. 
Now, 72% of people said social media has been a cause of conflict, either in their current or previous relationship. 79% use social media to, quote, hard launch or announce their relationship. Love a hard launch on social media. You know, media. making it Instagram official. Or, or did you see who changed her status on Facebook? Yeah. I still get excited about it. My Do friend, it is exciting. <laughs> I was in an active text with my friend. This is how dumb dudes are. Active, good friend of mine, Eric. Active text about what's going to happen with the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Back and forth. Where's he going to go? And then his girlfriend posts an engagement. I go, hey, man, did you get engaged? He goes, oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> but we're in the middle of an active conversation and about Kirk. Like, detailed yeah. back and forth about Kirk Cousins. And you didn't think to tell, like... I would say I'm in your top ten. Like, hey, man, think, I got engaged. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> enter into his mind, dude. I think that without social media, dude, no one on the dude's side would know. Yeah. 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 So wild to me. Because to him, the more important topic to discuss with his buddy Rafe Kirk was Cousins where Kirk Cousins is going. Mm -hmm. And if he leaves, what, what's going to happen to the Minnesota Vikings? Probably, you know, where down on that list comes the engagement. Like, when should I let Rafe know about the engagement? Probably after I've exhausted these other topics. Yeah, guys are weird like that. But I guess that's now the new, you know, the new place to announce is, you know, relationship status on Facebook or, you know, posting an engagement ring on Instagram. Yeah. Breakups, too. Breakups, too. Pictures oh, start to disappear. Conscious uncoupling. Dude. Pictures disappear. <laughs> Statuses change. 50% of people admit to fighting with their partner about having exes' photos visible on their Facebook hmm. or Instagram page. That doesn't bother me. Why is that bitch's photos still on your Facebook page? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's as people are judging as much anymore. Back in the day, 10 plus years ago, people would be like, you have to erase everything. And people wanted to do you that. You don't think that's still going I don't think strong? I think we're older now. And I know plenty of people who just are like, you know, there are it. still young people. I think mm -hmm. people are feeling it the same, but they feel like they're not allowed to say it the same. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My buddy Charlie's got a great joke about. How old Facebook is? And he's like, man, you ever, have, ever want to sleep with a girl and you go too far back in her Facebook? Watch our, look at our childhood pictures. You're like, I can't have sex with her now. I watched her grow up. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange. <laughs> uh, Fifty-five percent say their partner is often distracted by social media on their cell phone while they're trying to have a conversation with them. Guilty. Yeah. And 40% of people feel their significant other's social media profile is, quote, an ick. Their word, not not mine. An ick. Can we define ick? Ick ick means whatever you want it to mean. Just like they post their personal problems or something like that. I guess. Uh, or like an eye roll, maybe. Hmm. Like, ugh. All right, this is her thing. I'm saying what makes it. Oh, I thought maybe it was like the type of profile I they had. It, it was like a turnoff. It says... Their social media's profile, their social, other, their significant other social media profile is quote an ick, whatever, whatever that means. Scott, your definition of an ick, go. I'm just saying annoyance. Mine is my definition of ick is yuck. Yeah. Unattractive. Right. Yes. Now, when people talk about the negative consequences of adult relations, usually talking about. 
STDs, relationship fallout, or really messing up perfectly tucked in sheets. Am I right? Totally. But there's also the possibility of sustaining an injury while having relations. Yeah. Has anybody here ever been injured while making whoopee? I'm sure. I've taken a couple. I've taken some shrapnel. <laughs> Not to get too deep in anything or whatever, but like, have you ever kind of injured yourself or done something like that, but you don't notice until afterwards? Mm. It's it's like it's like uh, the adrenaline of the Super Bowl, and then as soon as it's over, you go, oh my goodness, my my yeah. hamstring. Kind of like one of those yeah. that shows up later. The injuries is yeah. the STD count. Yeah, I was gonna say UTI. What are we talking here? <laughs> oh, UTI is on the list because I got a, a, a recent survey asked people what sex related injuries they have suffered. I know somebody that <clears throat> serious. And I have them in order. I have them in order. Like the number number one to uh, I can tell you that number one to twelve. I know somebody that seriously damaged a knee. Yeah. Like, like brace on a knee. Like, I think she, I don't know if she needed surgery or whatever, but like, she was hobbling around. We're like, hey, you know what happened? It's like, um, uh, and she didn't really have a story yeah. for yeah. it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> and then when, downstairs. when the room had fewer people, she's like, yeah, uh, it was actually like a sex injury. I was like, whoa. Sex injury, cool. Oh, my goodness. What a cool goodness. thing to put in your charts. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was a knee. She blew out her knee. Hey, even cooler. <laughs> Better than blowing out her back, am I right? Hey, hello. Oh, no. Hey, Call the doctor. Oh, wow. my back out. <laughs> High fives. All right. I have uh, had to take a time out several times for like a... Uh, Hamstring crack. That's the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I've pulled a muscle before. To the point, and it's, it takes a lot for me to tap out. And I, there's a couple times I've had to be like, I have we gotta you stop. gotta give me a second. Give me a break. Stretch it out. Yeah. And then back in the game. Put me back in. I yell at the coach like Travis Kelsey put me back in. <laughs> Why did off. you take me out of that play? <laughs> I yell at my hamstring like it's Andy Reid. Um, See if you can find the video. There's a video. I've fallen off beds. Is that on there? We've taken a tumble, uh, like trying to do, getting a little too acrobatic. Head There's fight? a video of two people having sex on a balcony, and the balcony railing gives way. Whoa. No. See if you could find that. And they right. they go, and the video is from the street level. And they are in mid coitus, and they both fall off the balcony. Wow. Oh, my God. Railing broke mid railing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, you know the oh, end wow. of this? Oh, thank you. Do, uh, do you know the ending? Uh, no. Oh, they died. Both of them? Uh, what? Uh, what do we go? The they're 96 years old. Please tell me they're 96. Naked, yeah. uh, 25-year-old and a 35-year-old. A naked couple plunged to their death while having on the third floor balcony. And with the video? Um, Some of this article has been scrubbed. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, this video of Whoa. maybe it's not that one. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, let, me, let me see. There's uh, unfortunately there are a few, a few uh, instances of this happening. Damn. Well, let's see. Yeah, I mean you're in the middle of it. What a way to go. Balcony collapses since people plunging 15 feet. No, no. that's not it. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of images. Well, anyway, what do you guys up. think? What do you guys think is the number one most common sex-related injury? Is it headbutting? No. no. I think it's got to be eardrum burst from the sex pillow popping. Eardrum you burst. Into? No. Yeah, from the sex pillow popping. No, no. no? Oh, no. That, that's what happened to us. Broken penis? Where is that? Is it A broken one? penis is number nine. Is, oh. Yeah, it's not common. It's tied. But it is. Mm. 
It's tied uh, fra- penis fracture or broken penis. It's tied for ninth on this list. Okay. Uh, number, I mean, listen, it, it doesn't have to be horrible. It doesn't have to be a horrible injury. Okay. Like, like um, hair getting pulled out? Yeah. Uh, no, no. You said UTI? UTI yeah. is number four on the list of the most common six injuries. Temporary blindness. <laughs> no. No, That's I will say we, we talked about a pulled muscle. Pulled muscle is number three on the list. Mm-hmm. Back injuries number six uh, is number uh, five on the list. What about like um, accidentally bit the lip too hard or bit your ear too hard or biting biting your neck too hard? No, <laughs> no bruising bruising is number two. A lot of fighting going around the head area for you. Just straight up bruising is number okay. two. What would number scratching? One no, I mean you're in the um, biting someone's <laughs> nose off. <laughs> Learn, are you okay? I'm Mike Tyson in the sack. Someone swallowed a toe. Vicinity of what? Scratching? Choking. No. Uh, Don't judge me by my answers, people. uh, This is not the this is not the video I'm talking about. No, this is this is a different one. This is a resort balcony that uh, gave away. We're in the vicinity where scratching. This is just people just hanging out and giving away. I'm talking about people having sex falling off the balcony. Um. Pro, uh, uh, boobies exploding. No. Nope. Oh. Anal fissures. Uh, yes, Rafe. Not that's number seven. Uh, hemorrhoids or anal tear. Hey, all right. Hey, way to go, Rafe. Stop that. It's number seven. Lucky. Number one. It's simple. It's carpet burn. Oh, of carpet course. burn. We've so all sorry. been there. Uh, you're meaning flooring. So sorry. Sixty-five percent of people have suffered some kind of carpet burn mm-hmm. at some point. Hell yeah, we have. Knees mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and mid back. In there. Uh, the vaginal tearing is number six. The worst. And also the band name? What? Shh. <laughs> right. No. And then, voices? Just, and then break it, breaking a bone was, was last. Like, just then a straight up broken bone. What is the most hazardous do- uh, position? Doggy style. Mm-mm, reverse cowgirl. That's right. Listed here as doggy style. Reverse Don't cowgirl well. is the most dangerous. Wait, which the one? The list it? here says says the canine style, but yeah, reverse cowgirl is by far. Yeah, we read that. You're flying blind, by far. Everybody's flying blind. The most dangerous. Can't find a video. I, I found f- I found I, the story and video of them. Okay, because I only found the picture. To, yeah, I found a picture of the bodies. It's the one from the street, right? Yeah, it's they're in Rush. It's a Russian couple, and they survived. This this couple survived. Yeah, that's right. the one I'm talking it, about. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can I couldn't find that. This is a. 20- it looks like a metal railing, right? Yes. Yeah. Railing, okay, yeah. that's the one I'm talking about. Twenty-eight year old mother, thirty-five year old lover were locked in a passionate embrace when they slipped over the edge and plunged. No, the this is the railing wall. giving way. Like you can see the rail. Yep, it's a nice railing, or cheap, one of the two. Let's see here. All right, send it over. Sing it over. Yeah, see if you could put that on the uh, on the socials because you don't really see anything. But they survived? Yeah. Yeah, this couple did, yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, they survived. Goodness. Looked like they had a good time. Man, that uh, would be... I don't know, man. That ain't a risk worth taking. I don't from think. pleasure to pain in an instant. Uh, maybe keep some mints on your bedside table. Uh, it might improve your love life. Uh, a new study looked at the top mood killers in bed. Mm-hmm. Number one is bad breath. Yeah, I second it. Number one is bad breath. Mm-hmm. That's in life in general. The The study was specifically about the big O 
and things that prevent women and men from, from getting there. Uh, yeah, bad breath was number one as far mm. as mood killers. 46% uh, of women had faked getting to the finish line before. So have 38% of men. Yeah. I faked it. You have? Yeah. Just to be done? Well, not... I just wasn't going to happen and didn't want to make... Didn't want her to be in her head. Yeah, I get it. You know I what don't I mean? I've ever, I don't think I've ever... Just turn away, put on a little show, and go make, go to bed, go sleep, try again in the morning. I don't think I've ever faked it before. Mm. Did you? Did you? You didn't get the video yet? Yeah, it's loading right now. There we go. Plunging off the balcony. Dramatic moment. Having a having a row. Loading on quickly. The second floor balcony. Crash never... through the railings. Okay, go down. Go down to the video. And plunge yeah, through the pavement. Oh, there it is. Look. Oh. Yep. Let's do it. That's the video I'm talking about. Dude, that's a, wait, I'm so confused. Dang. How are they shaped? Okay, so she's up there kind of sitting, and then where is he? I think some furniture came with. Yeah, it looks like the chair really did it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. the chair broke or something maybe? And, it and pushed either her. one of them fell pretty. Uh, no, no, no. She she was leaning up against the rail and then leaned back, and the, like the whole railing just she said, nah, been, I wasn't here for anything. She may have been performing. Is that what's happening? Uh, uh, maybe. It's hard to figure out. He's in a suit. This is like, they, they came from a party. Uh. You know what I'm saying? They, they sneaked off. Oops. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Dude, he broke his arm for sure. <laughs> All right, so they said the top mood killers that could lead to faking it are bad breath, the position, the temperature of the room, the lighting, and just overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll kill you every time. That's the worst. The top things women want more of in bed include more cuddling, more kissing, more romance, and maybe a massage first. There will be no thinking here. You know, there was a, that, what was that movie? Um, uh, Mel Gibson and... No, think, no time. What Women Want. What Women Want. Great movie. Yeah, you, well, you, you you put the fear of that in all of us mm -hmm. for like a decade. That you can hear what women's thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 that you guys just can't stop thinking. Well, we can't. That All of it is mental for women. I mean, obviously physical, yes, but like if I'm not in it in my brain, I can't get pleasure from my bod. It all has to be lined up. True if I'm going straight for the O. Now, if you just want to mess around, yeah, okay, cool. I can be up in my head and whatever. But like for pure pleasure, and that is the yeah, yeah. curse of women, I feel like if we are stuck in our heads, it does not matter what's going on. A, well, don't underestimate the male brain. It's the same It's the same for us. It just happens like, you know, later in life. Mm. A little bit later in life. Do you remember that movie, though? Oh, yeah. I never a, saw it. And I know oh, I know dude. of the movie. You know, you probably Helen shouldn't Hunt's see so it. Helen so pretty in that movie. You, yes. You, it, you probably should. It's a great movie, but you probably shouldn't see it, Riz. Well. Right? Because it, it'll just be for the next he's year. He's smoking cigarettes, putting lipstick on, oh, and has no. pantyhose on. <laughs> I feel like dudes are a little better at, uh, at channeling all reserve power to the shields. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a little captain up there that's like, oh, power to the shields now. And then the whole bridge goes dark. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, all our energy is put into <laughs> one. <laughs> well, you know, a, a new survey found that nearly a third of us thought about, like, while, while in the midst of having sex, thought about chores. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before, yeah. Again, you know, you start thinking about dumb like, stuff. So according to the poll, here are a couple things we're thinking about while we're having sex. Uh, work. Um, people think about their next meal and... And what they want to eat. <laughs> I'm having it. George Costanza? 29% uh, of us have, have thought about chores. 
36% of us have wondered if their partner ever had better sex with an ex in the middle of it. Uh, 38% have thought about somebody other than their partner. Yeah. 52% have thought, when is this going to be over? Bummer. 53% have thought, how do I prevent this from being over too quickly? Yeah. <laughs> 61% have thought about asking their partner to try something new. And 80% have gone through, have, have thought about how good it is. Like, wow, this is great. Or, wow, this is not that great. Dude, I don't remember if it was one of you guys or somebody in a different conversation. But somebody said that when they're trying to, like, <clears throat> like hold off and last longer, they start thinking about baseball. And I thought that was the funniest thing. And That's a common thing. And, dude, and I have found, my, <laughs> I found myself since then using that trick and going, well. Eh. I'll try baseball. Yeah, I think about Ozzy Smith. <laughs> you go, do? I'll go with baseball. The wizard. And you explode. <laughs> yeah. I think about Ozzy Smith. Yeah, it's a mental game for us, too, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of half in, half out, where I say, like, I'll be thinking about fantasies in the, you know, reality's going on. And those are the kind of thoughts that are really cool. Where yeah, you start I'm thinking about fantasy and... baseball. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. not necessarily pretending it's someone else, but, like... Imagining the situation a little bit different, like, A little sexier. juicier, yeah. yeah. Almost like role-playing in yeah, your mind. Yeah, on a Russian yeah, yeah. balcony. Like, so yeah, role-playing. If you don't look <laughs> down, you can pretend, like, two people are down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just be like, well, she brought a friend tonight. At least she did up here. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Try it out. It's better than baseball, I can tell you that. And listen, nothing spoils like a... Yeah, but that's... You're, you're trying to... That's the opposite. Yeah, yeah so you're trying to fast forward. Which, which, yeah, trying yeah, to slow down. Effect. Starting to think, like, is uh, is Otani not going to pitch this year? Nothing spoils a <laughs> steamy roll in the hay like watching your partner roll over to answer a text message. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe right in the middle of everything, scrolling through work emails. I mean, come on. That'd be so, so sad. one in five people admit to taking an extended peek at their devices while having sex. The what? only time I've wow. ever done that... Is if I'm afraid that oh my god is the phone accidentally calling somebody? Oh yeah, because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. in the back. I I hate having phones or anything like that in the room because I just oh my god, God forbid you roll over and then your elbow you know slides and you're answering your mother-in-law's phone call. Yeah, the it, worst it, fear. It, you need music on. Good fear. Um, no, not always. I accidentally called a friend I hadn't spoken to in years. I talked to a friend that said that he never has sex unless there's music on, and I'm like, never. What? Wow, you're really limiting your... Oh, wow. I was your, uh, trying to... Or, like, without putting, like, a... I mean, I get it. If you want to put some Teddy Pendergrass on, go. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. When you but can. Not net, I don't, you don't have to have it. I like the sound, I like the wild sounds of the jungle. Yeah, can you imagine the spot, the, the lack of spontaneity? Yeah, you got to open up Spotify. You know what I like is having all the senses be, like, good smells, good music, you know, either, like, pretty lighting. Like, I, I highly recommend getting one of those salt lamps mm. that you buy at, like, the witch stores. You basically want a spa on. experience. For I you. do. I, yeah, like over overdrive the senses. I think is the best sex. Well, we have a disco ball in our. That's cool. Yeah, as hell, man. Yeah. It, it comes down there like a, a disco little, ball. In our, little door uh, opens. Yeah. <laughs> you hit a button like yeah, the bathroom. The and it fog comes shoots out. out. Yeah, that's cool. Fog man. shoots out. I would we expect nothing less. Yeah. yeah, it's like going to a Kiss concert. <laughs> yeah, um, back in Black's playing. The study author said people are now struggling to distinguish how to function without their smartphone in every aspect of their life, even in the bedroom. So the study's investigative team polled over 5,000 adult smartphone owners in the U.S. to analyze their cell usage and its impact on their romantic lives. And the results indicate that phone addicts are more hooked on the exciting rush of receiving a notification than they are on sharing an intimate moment with their lover. 
you know, if you like bear down and just like work on it for, let's just say a weekend, start with a weekend and try to do less with your phone in a weekend. Um, those two days may be difficult, but I'm telling you, man, by, by the third day, that's not as bad. If anybody texted me this weekend and I didn't get back to him, uh, um, don't take it personal, man. I, I just kind of intentionally tried not to think about my phone at all this weekend. And it was not the easiest thing to do on Friday. And then by Sunday, I forgot, I forgot that I wasn't paying attention to the phone. Hmm. Like it, it, the game was over. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't text anybody. I know. I I felt really bad because normally I text, you know, family, all this kind of stuff. Through, and I forgot all about it yesterday. The phone was not even on me. Yeah, I don't think house. any of us were, were on yeah. our phones or anything. And, and I forgot. I didn't text you guys back. I I, I don't even yeah. think I saw no your text until the end. It's yeah. like no offense. Neither did I. Okay. Well, because you know me now. People check their pass. phones. People <laughs> check their phones around 100 times a day and have a deeper intimacy with their phones than with their partner. Mm-hmm. Well, we've done that to ourselves. Phones are now the center of people's worlds and have become more important yes. than the buzz released during sex. Try, try, that, studies try that detox. Because yeah. the, the whole fear of missing out thing, like you'll, you'll realize that at the end of a day and a half, if you haven't used it, that you're not, you're, you're not playing catch up as much as you think you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like you would assume that if you dropped your phone for a, a day and a half, it would be overwhelming to no, come listen, back to I, you. I... I, now that I don't wear an Apple Watch, I've, I've, I use my phone less, which is good. But I check, I check my emails. I, I, I have a lot of stuff, a lot of irons in the fire. I'm a very important person. You know that. You guys all know that. Very important. And I need to be in constant constant contact with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, very much so. Or else we appreciate it. We understand. It could yes, be a rock radio emergency. and you know how that is. Yeah, I know that That's is. terrifying. To terrifying. Think what if, there, what if there's a Jane's Addiction secret show in Chesterfield and he misses it? Uh, uh-uh. I would be mm-hmm. devastated. Devastated. Why that band? Because that's, that's your band, bro. Yeah. That's they the, crushed the Chesterfield Amphitheater. If the band came within six miles of your, of your six home, miles? home for anything, that's, that's a band that you wouldn't miss. Doesn't matter what You're day right. of the week it is. Right. Like That's the band. Six miles? That is the Chesterfield Amphitheater. That's <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the factory. Maybe the factory now, yeah. yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back with the sex toy of the week. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, it's The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Well, let's put a capper on these sex time fun facts for the week. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. All right, Rafe, what do we got this week? Well, this week's Valentine's Day, guys. Did you know that? It's yes. on Wednesday, yeah. Coming up on Wednesday. And what's a popular, what do you think the most popular gift to give on Valentine's Day is? Roses. Flowers. 100% roses. Flowers. Red roses. You know the problem with roses, guys? Hmm. They wither and die. Oh. Mm-hmm. They go bye-bye. Yeah, but you not got them for a good five days, right? Tops, and then maybe Tops. maybe hang them out upside down, make a little potpourri or something like that. Yeah, but dry yeah. them out. Sunday. Not this rose. Hmm. This is the gift that could keep on giving for your entire relationship. Today's sex toy of the week is the pink cherry rose vibrator. Congratulations, anyone who's getting this. I thought yes. this is a coffee cup. Mm. Mm-mm. Have you ever seen a prettier suction toy? I haven't. For anyone hit by Cupid's arrow or extreme bachelor fans, 
This is one Rose <laughs> will gladly accept. Pink Cherry Rose Vibrator on sale down from $59.90 to $29.95. Available at pinkcherry.com. Valentine's steal. Day And you can still special. overnight ship it and get it by Valentine's Day. Whoever first insisted that every rose has its thorn, the guy from Poison maybe, mm -hmm. had obviously never encountered the Pink Cherry Rose Vibrator. Hey, that's okay. Until today, we hadn't either. Anyway, instead of thorns, this absolutely gorgeous rose-shaped stimulator features seven incredible modes of subtle pulsing suction. A very sexy improvement, we'd say. Up top, super silky folded petals surrounded by scintillating suction tip that softly pinpoints even the tiniest of your partner's pleasure places. Position it gently over the promised land, nipples, and zillions of other outer sweet spots to experience these three possible intensity levels and four rhythms of orgasmic positive and negative air pulse pressure. One button controls all, like the mighty powerful eyes. Conveniently rechargeable via USB, the Rose includes a handy-dandy magnetic-based charge cord. In body-safe silicone, the Rose is hypoallergenic, non-reactive, and safe for sensitive skin. It also extra easy to clean warm soapy water or a good toy care fluid slash foam. This toy is compatible with any of your favorite water-based lube. Plus, please avoid contact with silicone lubes and other silicone toys slash products. This stimulator is not rated for use in water, so please keep your rose on dry land. Oh, man. So not for rated use in water. I think it just means tubs and water. Oh, okay. Okay. Stimulator not rated for use in water. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get to some reviews. First review titled simply, Very Good. This is my second suction vibrator, so I was not as shocked or blown away as some of the other reviewers, but yes, it is very good. The size and shape is perfect. It fits in my hand really nicely and is really easy to control and put into place. The suction is very strong. I wish the hole was maybe a little bigger, but it still worked great. I was able to reach orgasm five Whoa. times wow. in about 20 to 30 minutes. So, uh, yeah, it's good. It is not rated as water-resistant, which is a problem for me since I have to do this in the shower because I am very messy, if you know what I mean. Ah, wow. Gulp. I don't leave the shower running, but it's still very damp oh. in there. Wow. <laughs> I had to let the device sit over a vent and dry out for over a day until I felt like it was safe to put back on the charger. Aesthetically, it's a very cute device and works so well, so it gets five stars for me despite the non-waterproof issue. Five stars, Sarah Debbie. Okay. Second review, simply entitled, Niptastic. <laughs> I'm a male with very large, ultra-sensitive nipples. <laughs> Thank you for admitting it. These vibrators <laughs> put my nipples in heaven. Next best thing to a partner with an eager mouth. Maybe better at times. I need a bigger one now from a hog. Oh. Wow. God. <laughs> My nipples take some coaxing to push inside the cup, but that's only after I pump them bigger, so that's on me. Five stars, Scott R. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's weird. That's a interesting. And the final review. I thought I wrote anonymous on that one. Okay. <laughs> you did. You wrote it after Scott R. Anonymous. I think you know how it Damn. works. Uh, this says, no thorn on this rose. Simply put, we wanted to get something for our neighbor as a birthday present, and my wife thought it would be only appropriate to get one for herself and try it first. 
So really, it's a 10-star review, as my wife loved, and turns out, neighbor did as oh, well. Oh, nice. Nice. And uh, that is your final review. All right, that's the Pink Cherry Rose Vibrator. Consider, maybe, to get your partner for Valentine's Day, which is on Wednesday. Married and doing something on Valentine's Day, great. Nobody cares. Okay. Seriously, this didn't even factor you in. Uh, somebody polled 1,000 millennials and Gen Zers who are actively dating and looked at what the perfect Valentine's Day looked like in 2024. What is the perfect Valentine's Day for millennials and Gen Zers? Turns out not much has changed, and we're still pretty traditional. The perfect date starts with flowers or a gift, and one of you should be picking the other person up. Don't make them meet you somewhere. After that, it's dinner and a movie. And the night should end with, quote, some form of togetherness. <laughs> hubba hubba. Interesting. Wow. 48% want alone time with their date. 43% say a goodnight kiss would be ideal. It also looked at the top plans for people staying in for Valentine's Day. If we're staying in, 61% going to watch a movie or show together. 59% will cook a nice dinner. 51% plan to become intimate. And the average couple going out on a date will spend $114. The average couple who's going to stay in, they'll spend 86 bucks. Hmm. So that, that's what people are doing for Valentine's Day or what they want, what the expectations are. You know what I'm really excited about? Uh, so I'm going to go see my first movie at the Alamo Draft House. Oh, nice. What are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is my favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. And it's showing at 2 p.m. And so I'm taking a girlfriend. <laughs> All right. You know. What's Tim doing? He's working. It's Great. Stupid. But I, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I've never seen it on the big screen. And yeah. it's my favorite. So I immediately bought tickets. It's probably that's sold awesome. out now. But my girlfriend, I, th I think she just, uh, her, she and her partner just broke up. And so I'm like, why don't we, why don't I treat you? So I'm doing Valentine's Day. That's nice. Day and That's then nice. That's cool. later That's with nice. Yeah. What a film too, man. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I saw beautiful. it once. It was okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's all right. I expect that from you. <sighs> That's right. You're hating everything today. I know. <laughs> everything I love, you hate Usher. It's okay. He doesn't. The Chiefs. He doesn't. I mean, you never really pinned him for a Michelle Gondry fan. No, yeah, I did not. True. He doesn't Name like something. I'll tell you if I like it or not. Puppies. I mean, I like dogs better, like more, doing? like past the puppy phase. Like, honestly. You, nobody dislikes puppies. I don't dislike them. I don't want one in my house. Okay, uh, tater tots. See, tater tots, only if they're well done. Oh my God, I'm going to kill you. Um, the mall. Do you like going to the mall? Man, you it depends really... on what day of the week. <laughs> You're throwing fastballs right down the middle. The 90s music. <laughs> I love 90s music. Okay, good. All right, well. All of it. All of it. Ace of Bass. I saw the sign. Let, yeah. me, let me play you a 90s song and let, let's see if you like it. Yeah. Uh, let's a 90s song. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Hang on, hang on. Hot or not, song. Riz Virgin. Will he like it? Uh, um, I, I will always find something wrong with everything. Okay, go ahead and... Uh, it's your superpower. Just give me a little audio and tell me what you think of this song. Okay. What the hell is this? I hate this song. Oh, God. This is primitive radio, guys. I despise my this, least favorite song. This is his least favorite song. <laughs> I like it sometimes. Hey, man, it's one of the number one 90s songs. Yeah. It's a hit. <laughs> Give it a chance, man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, oh, I've given maybe, this song plenty of chance. Maybe this is the time. Maybe turn, it, turn it up a little bit. Your maybe eyes are maybe you just need it louder. Yep. Don't close them. Your eyes were dancing. I've seen it. <laughs> 
He's thinking about puppies right now. He's trying not to cry. Space looks like National Poop Day right now. Well. Well, we didn't find anything out about you. You were at the mall on uh, on Sunday, right? Dude, okay, so we had an experience. It was a heck of a weekend, man. Really fun. Just tell us about this one experience. <laughs> well, so we went to church, uh, and the kids, you know, we, we do the thing where uh, each kid, um, you know, in, in a row gets to pick out the, the lunch after church. Right. And it was my daughter's pick, and she said, I want to do Cheesecake Factory. And remember, nice. I crash on Cheesecake Factory because you know you can't do anything right if you if if you try to do everything. And they got a forty page menu. Yeah, that's, forty that's page menu. Whenever I see a menu that big, it's a red flag. It's overwhelming. It is for me too. So we went, and the only one that we knew of was the Chesterfield Mall one. And yeah, is open. Um, and to my surprise, the parking lot was full. Now the restaurant was empty. <laughs> Turns out, after the meal, which by the way was freaking great. Oh, you enjoyed it, huh? Everybody loved it. The burgers that they got, they were great. The whatever dish over here was great. I got some uh, hash brown thing with like a, a breakfast plate because they serve breakfast all day. Mm -hmm. Do you Freak know what Cheesecake Factory is? Freaking it's, great. It's fine. Dude, I'm just telling you, it was a surprisingly great meal. Everybody was stoked. And then again, it was empty, but the, there's so many cars in the lot. So we were going to go to V-Stock, which is pretty much the only thing in the mall still, right? right. We, we go across the, thing, uh, the, the, uh, the, the mall, and I hear, Bakook! I'm like, that, sound, that sounds like pickleball. Where is that? Which, by the way, we played pickleball for the first time ever on Friday, and that's freaking yeah, sweet, it's too. Fun. It's fun. Our man. whole family's into it now, man. So we went over to the uh, to the pickleball thing. They turned the food court into pickleball courts. Yeah. It's the coolest what? thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what they're doing with Dead Malls now, is they're turning all that stuff into, into yeah. pickleball. Dude, it's, it's awesome. It's space. And it's popular, and I don't know what it costs, but, man, they're packing it out. It's fun. Good nice. for them. Pickleball's fun. Now that you've been, can I ask your opinion? What? Why do you think... Cheesecake factories look like Egyptian pharaoh tombs. It's so confusing. <laughs> they decided I to go with that. Yeah, I like it. What the hell's going on? Look at, and look at the none of it makes sense. By the way, look here. at the sconces. They look like vaginas. I'm just, I'm just. The Rizzuto show. Traffic and weather. The like whole the, thing. The, the lighting sconces. Right. I think that's what you could look at. Look at what they look like. They look like. Oh. like I think lady even, parts. I think even the kids asked that. They looked around and they said, "What's this have to do with cheesecake?" All right, we got to take a break. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Our buddy Jim Anders in the hallway. Nice. Jim Anders. We'll uh, chat with him next. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio y usted escucha El Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Joining me in studio now is Mr. Jim Onder. From Onder Law, uh, your injury attorneys. Uh, Jim, congratulations on a very successful Super Bowl commercial campaign yesterday. It was great to see our buddy Rafe Williams as one of the stars of your commercial. Oh, he's indeed the star. I mean, all the women come up and say, who's that really hot guy in the... Uh you know, in the, in the yellow shirt. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, all right. That's uh, that's probably the other guy. In chaos, but I'll take it. No, no, take it, man. I'll take that. That's he looks stash. good with a mustache. Yeah, you do look good with a mustache. Yeah, I no, wish I could grow a real don't one. Play that. Maybe I should just wear it home from the commercial shoot next time. Yes, you had, you had five commercials run yesterday. Yes, we uh, ran a whole series, uh, kind of poking fun at the uh, tax tactics used by insurance companies. Yeah. 
So Rafe was a takeoff on uh, uh, the Lee Mu Emu guy. Mm-hmm. Buddy and Bird was we had a we had a an emu with a puppeteer come in for the thing, which was really cool to see that get built. Uh, and then Chaos was a take on Mayhem. Yeah. And then Karen was a take on Flo. And then Lizard King. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then we had the new guy who was looked a lot like a guy named Jake from State Farm, but wasn't them. <laughs> wasn't them at all. No, it was not them. And in fact, there was an ostrich, not an emu. That's right. Yeah, it, it was, was an ostrich. ostrich. Now yes. that you bring it up, it wasn't. In fact, ostrich. I saw the yeah. smile. I was like, "Damn, this is an ostrich." Yeah, what a good looking. I noticed that too. <laughs> and my, one of my kids was like, "That's an emu." I go, "No, it's an ostrich." <laughs> and then I sent them to their room, and now good. one of them's living in a tent out back. Wow, That's good. Yeah. Um, what is the Super Bowl party like at Jim Onder's house? I want to know what you did yesterday. Is it a big shindig? Is it is it a is it a tight affair? You know, we were down at actually down at Helen Fitzgerald's. Oh, nice! Uh, I love <laughs> with all the uh, with all the TV screens and uh, Super Bowl commercial comes on, and all of a sudden everybody's looking at him. Is he the guy on TV? So it was, you it went was to Helen fun. Fitzgerald's. Nice. My people, Jim well, Onder. We, we probably had 30, 40, 50 people there, so we figured uh, the whole firm was there kind of watching and cheering us on. Did you, did you, hey, everybody shut up, the spot's coming on, everybody shh. <laughs> and did you, did you guys all cheer? Yes, yes, we absolutely When it, when it came on? Afterwards. Well, afterwards, you know, it's all good. It's a lot of fun. Were you guys all rooting for the Chiefs? Of course. Ah, what do you mean, of course? I will <laughs> not be forced into being... I will not be forced into being a Chiefs fan. No, Nobody you were forced force into you. it on Friday, and you said, okay, I'm locking it in. I'm Chiefs with the over. And then we get a text before game time yesterday. This man has switched over to the 49ers with the over. Paid off. And so all the rest of us are Chiefs fans. You know, rooting for him. How could you be a Missourian not to be a Chiefs fan? I felt, like I, was I felt like I was peer pressured into... Rooting for the Chiefs yesterday. You don't have to bow to peer man. pressure of this group. You're strong. We were trying Not to help you out. Weren't they considered the underdogs? Nationally? The Chiefs were the underdogs. Yeah. yeah. Underdogs. So how were you peer pressured? I was the big loser yesterday. I'll just be honest with you, Jim. Um, I took the 49ers and the over. Uh, lost on both. Uh, my kids will now be going to state schools, which is fine. Which is fine. There's plenty of there's plenty of good there's plenty of good state schools. Let's be honest. I, we see the cloth they've been cut from. They were going to state schools anyway. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh man, hmm. nice well, kids. Well, because I won, now my kids are going to community college. So congratulations. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, so so honest, honest to God, one of my kids and Rafe will not tell me which one. Did they text you yesterday, like saying, "Hey, I saw you on TV"? Yes, and then we then they then we got into bashing you for betting on the 49ers and the under. My, one of my children, the over. One of my children sees one. Rafe on your commercial, texts a congratulations to Uncle Rafe, and then True. begins trashing their father. Yep. I will read it to you, but I have to remain anonymity for. Mind you, my kids are 12 and 14. <laughs> Great age. Well, at least someone taught him to root for Missouri. There yeah. you go. <sighs> See this? They said, your ad was amazing, hard eyes. And I said, thanks, cuh. Little inside joke we got going on. They sent, my dad is rooting for the 49ers, just so you know. Frowny face. I said, well, your dad is a b-hole. <laughs> I told him not to bet on the 49ers, and he did it anyway, even though he's supposed to be my friend. And to your dad is a be-hole. They replied, I know he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I were to guess, that'd probably be my daughter. Ha, 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 ha. He said he will not be pressured into rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> I yelled so, that yesterday. I guess the message is still, but kids because like the at, ad. At my, my, it was just my family. 
So, you know, we got, I got, I made toast to ravioli, you know, the whole thing. We're sitting around the table and everybody's rooting for the Chiefs. And, you know, the kid's like, why aren't you rooting for the Chiefs? And I stood up in front of the TV and I said, kids, I will not be pressured into rooting for the Chiefs. I will not do it. I thought that'd be a good lesson for the kids. It was. It Don't bow down to the peer pressure. The it cost you a lot of money was, to teach them. Yeah, the lesson they learned was, let's not, uh, let's not agree with dad on anything. <laughs> Safer bet. Yeah, yeah. Now Rafe is trying to take credit for the Chiefs uh, turning things around in the second in the second quarter. I'm not saying I'm well, not trying to take credit. The city of St. Louis and most of Missouri <laughs> online has said that the Chiefs weren't playing well. The Jim Andrads come on at halftime. All of a sudden, Chiefs turn it around. Are we the heroes who brought? Back-to-back -back Lombardi trophies to Missouri? I don't know, Jim. Maybe we are. I think maybe. I okay. think maybe. I mean, your 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 stunning appearance. Uh, you That's did right, awesome, man. I now, did kind of look like Andy Reid's illegitimate son a little bit in that. Yeah, thing. a little bit, a little bit. Now, now with the the mascots and and again the spots were fantastic. Um, it, they're just running at St. Louis now. Is this maybe a thing that's going to go uh, nationwide? What do we think? Yeah, well, it's. Uh, Licensed under Mascot Mastermind LLC, and the thought process is we'll see how it goes, right. see how it catches on, and uh, maybe the company will license it to use of other firms around the nation. Right. So so basically the gist of the ads were, you know, some of these insurance companies, you know, trick trick people um, and try to give you the lowest possible payout, and then under law steps in. Exactly. You know, the whole idea was, you know, these friendly characters, we all love them. And, you know, we're thinking, why is it people like insurance companies, but they don't seem to care for lawyers? And, uh, you know, Kayla Canada said, hey, what we got to do is, you know, why don't we poke fun at them and teach the lessons mm -hmm. of the insurance companies, like showing up at the hospital, trying to get you to settle your claim before you're done with treatment or prematurely before you have the chance to consult a lawyer. So we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of put a little comedy behind it, the same as the insurance companies do when they're selling us. Right. Um, and just, you know, just looking up uh, on your website, which is honorlaw.com, you are involved in so many charitable endeavors. Um, everything from Toys for Tots to the, uh, you know, 2024 Honorlaw Children of Parents with Cancer Scholarships. Um, I thought this was interesting, and I never really thought about this, the Parents for Window Blind Safety. Wow. Yeah, no way. Um, a child was dying every two weeks of strangulation on the pull cords and window blinds, oh, and uh, we took on the cause, uh, and along with... Uh, Linda Kaiser from Parents for Window and Safety, and over time, we were able to petition the Consumer Product Safety Commission, have the law changed, and uh, you can no longer buy a blind with pull cords in yeah, the United I States. I remember when my kids were younger, you know, that was a big fear, is uh, your kid getting caught in the blind. Do you remember when you were, oh, you know, yeah, when dude. your kids were younger? Oh, yeah. We used to have to, like, uh, we, we'd take, like, a hair tie thing and, yeah, and, and tie them up tie and, up and, and put them up, up in the corner. Yeah, take a binder clip and put them up high. Yeah, but it's hard to remember to do that when you're opening and closing and doing all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah a lot of people don't realize it. So, you know, bring public awareness. I mean, that's that's the key to what we do as lawyers. And same with talcum powder has asbestos and causes ovarian cancer. Uh, you know, we took on that cause. We the second case filed in the United States. And ultimately, it was, you know, it's no longer sold. So we're going to save thousands of lives a year. And that's actually what we're trying to do as lawyers, to make a difference and save lives and change the way companies do business. Yeah, and real change could happen. And, and especially with the window blind thing. And I remember that being such a big deal when we were, when the, when the kids started to get mobile, I didn't realize that the, the man in my studio right now is kind of responsible for the, an industry change. No, absolutely. Uh, changed the standard of the United States and Canada and it's working its way around the globe. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations on that. That's, right. that's awesome. Um, so underlaw.com is the website. Underlaw.com is the website. Um, and Rafe, 
congratulations on on a fantastic uh, acting job and the spots. You got to break Thanks. the TV. I had to break a TV. I wrote the book of the spots too, with and another guy named Davey Mendoza. So that was a fun. It was a fun process to write them and to act in them. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity, Jim. Oh no, definitely going. There's a whole series. Uh, not only the five that were on yesterday, but there's a whole three, four, five additional. Oh, there's more to come right now. Oh, so. Yeah, there's a few more you in can, the can there. Yeah, you know, your your star right here in house, uh, <laughs> you know, starring in each and every one of them. And our buddy Josh, Josh McNew. Josh McNew directed Directing. the two, the Super Bowl. Uh, he's our in house. He was our uh, video department manager here in-house, and he directed uh, the two Super Bowl ads. So, yeah. awesome. Perfection. Awesome job. Yeah, our friends over at Cool Fire, uh, they produced them up. So, hey, congratulations, man. That's that's amazing. And I'm I'm sure it's very cool to see yourself uh, in the mix as far as uh, Super Bowls go. Oh, it was was a fun event. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you have to play it cool at Helen Fitzgerald's? Like, uh... What's this ad all about, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming on. Yeah, you know, they give us your times, and it ran about an hour late. Which, I know. Uh, put us right at halftime, which is great. Yeah. 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 I said Usher had to open for us. That's quite, that's pretty cool. Well, there is Mr. Jim Onder. Dude, appreciate you stopping by. I know you're making the, the rounds up here. Onderlaw.com is the website. Onderlaw.com. And if you missed any of the spots, we'll put it up on our social Already media. Up. It's also on their uh, on their website. Onderlaw.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. I will take a quick break. We'll come back. Moon's got sports. of American Ninja Warrior. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. So Moon's got sports here in just a second. Uh, Somebody scanned social media posts to find out the most popular Super Bowl beer in all 50 states. And the official sponsor of the game, Bud Light, did not rank first anywhere. Really? Yeah, Miller Light was number one across the Midwest. Yeah. In New England, McUltra in much of the Northwest, Coors Light, Yingling in Pennsylvania, and a handful of states around it. The only state where Budweiser ranked first was... Right here, you dope. Missouri. Uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was. Trick question. Oh, because Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh, Missouri. <laughs> Uh, and from California to Florida, across the South, it was Modella. But I thought Bud Light had a great, had a great commercial. Uh, yesterday, mm. the Peyton Manning one, Dana White was in it. Post Malone, thought it was good. You know which one they tried to bring back and it didn't land was the E Trade Baby one. It was fine with the pickleball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the, okay. E Trade toddlers. Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was all right. It just wasn't. Idea was maybe their execution was kind of mm-hmm. half. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, Frito Lay rebranded the Vegas Strip as uh, Chip Strip. And they decked out the Luxor Pyramid as a giant Dorito. They built a Cheetos-themed wedding chapel next to the fake Brooklyn Bridge and the New York, uh, New York, New York Hotel and Casino. Uh, Google Trends live tweeted a bunch of stats on what Americans were searching for during the game. <laughs> so during the first half, lots of people were asking Google what the lowest-scoring Super Bowl was. And it was five years ago when only 16 total points were scored in Super Bowl 53. That was uh, the Patriots beating the Rams 13-3 to that year. Searches for Super Bowl overtime rules spiked 4,200% after the end of regulation. Uh, the phrase nail-biter meme 
also started trending. <laughs> and don't watch a lot of football in general. Understanding football for dummies was a top <laughs> trending search during the game. Yes, I came home from picking up the pizza and I saw that San Francisco had three points on the board to which I asked Tim, I go, oh, did they do a penalty shot for or penalty kick for the um, <laughs> the points? And he's like, do you mean field goal? Like, yeah, yeah. I had to do a lot of that too. I didn't know what it meant. My favorite line was Mark. Again, he said, next to the David Freeze game six, this was the second time I've really enjoyed a sports match. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so good. Well, and, and this was the, everybody watched. Like, my whole family, we all sat around. And everybody was, I mean, pretty glued to the TV. Uh-huh. And, and yeah. my kids do not know football rules. Yeah, so same. My son asked if they, my son's such a hockey player. He goes, do they change on the fly? I go, what? Hmm. Like a line change in hockey? That's a reasonable no, question. No, they blow you, the whistle. and they yeah. That's a good question, though. If you've never seen it, I mean, that's a reasonable question for a hockey player. That's, that's why I, oh, so it was too harsh. I go to your room. <laughs> you sent him to his room. I sent him to his room. Yeah, that's fair. You might have meant to play. Listen, we had or four. Do they change the play? No, no, he thought change personnel. Oh. Like as if it was a hockey line change, you know, over yeah, the boards. Yeah, yeah. We had four generations in our house, from my parents to the uh, to the grandkids, or to my parents' great-great-grandkids, and we had set it up for two rooms. We thought the non-football watchers were going to be in the kitchen by the food. So we had, like, the stools and everything that was in there. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, oh, you know, the rest of us would be in the living room. No, everyone was in the living room that's at all That's times. good. That's good. Yelling it, it, and screaming. I it thought was, the same thing. I thought it, it would awesome. be a lot of heads buried in phones, but it, it really was not that. It was a very, very good game. Uh, Alicia Keys' Red Piano at Halftime caused a really big spike in searches for adult piano lessons near me. That's cool. Wow. Well, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool, but we'll see if people actually follow through on that one. <laughs> no, you never do. <laughs> well, and, you don't have a chance if you don't get started. And the best thing that I saw that people Googled was, why do football players have tails? <laughs> Turns out it was just a lot of people mistyping towels? the word towels. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. And the answer is because football players tend to sweat a lot. And now you know. They don't have tails. I thought most of them were former cooks. I did. You guys probably weren't noticing this, but once the Chiefs won and then they were having the after game celebrations and Andy Reid and, you know, the the Hunt family was up there getting the Lombardi trophy and whatnot. Did Travis Kelsey remove his cup? Because, like, I could not take my eyes off of his bulge and it was not the cup. I was like, whoa. What? (laughs) I I don't think that he had his cup on. I don't know if they wear them. Really? Do football players do wear cups? Some of them don't. Some don't. A lot of them want position players don't. They wear like just because they don't want to be hindered in the running right. and the jumping. Yeah, I don't know. I've Taylor. never I've never played professional football or even any padding up football. Mm. So I don't know. Do they wear cups? I have no clue. You played football, Rafe. Did you wear a cup? No. Not in football. Baseball, yep. Football, baseball. No. Oh, baseball, definitely. Football, no, I guess. I took one in the... In the giblies? In the pills, too, yeah. Testicular torsion. Oh. Slurp in the um, chat says, my wife said the same thing. So I think the ladies were noticing Travis Kelsey's package on receiving the trophy. And I am here for this post-game stuff. You're right. All a bunch of perverts. Be there for something, I guess. Just respect 
A man for once, right? Yeah, looking yeah, at us like just a piece of meat. Yeah, Continually we're more than justifying that. Travis like Kelsey. Piece of meat. Can't you just appreciate his mind? Oh, I appreciate his, his it mind? all. That hurts my feelings because I have nine cucumbers in my pants right yeah. now. No one said a no word. Said a word. <laughs> all right, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Uh, sports is brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. You know, before we get started uh, with the Super Bowl stuff, I'm just going to say this. It is now. St. Louis City SC time and your St. Louis Battlehawks time, okay? Seasons have just when, about begun. When did the Battlehawks start? Kaka uh, and weeks. Kick Boys Kick. Uh, Battlehawks, I don't know. It's, it's a couple weeks away. Uh, St. Louis City SC starts off their season uh, in eight days at oh, City wow. Park for a CONCACAF championship game, uh, the, uh, you know, a cup game against... Um, Houston. When does the season season it starts start? Though? March 30th for the St. Louis Battlehawks. First home game, April 6th. Oh, okay. So we still got a month to go. Yep. And then they'll take on Real Salt Lake at City Park on the 24th. Uh, uh, February? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, but. Eight days away, City Park. The CONCACAF is like a separate tournament. That's a separate tournament. When does the MLS actual season starts start? MLS starts on the 24th. Okay. MLS season starts 24th, City Park against Real Salt Lake, 7.30 start. With a draw, City SC extend, or ended their California trip with two wins and a draw. A 2-1 win over the Galaxy, a 1-0 win over LAFC, and a 2-2 draw against the New York Red Bulls. Overall, St. Louis City SC are 2-0-2 in the preseason, scoring seven goals in four matches. Looking pretty good. They've scored at least two goals in three of their four preseason games and have seen five different goal scorers. Uh, Nokvi Thorson notched his second goal of the preseason, and Oliveris made his first appearance since joining the team from City 2. Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers at Super Bowl on Sunday, securing the NFL's first back-to-back Super Bowl win in 20 years uh, with a game that went into overtime for only the second time in Super Bowl history. Here's what it sounded like. First and goal. Mahomes plays it. It's Yep, there it is. Uh, Tony Romo kind of sucks. And in the news, um, on, in the end, uh, Kansas City won 25 to 22. The 49ers, yeah, okay, he doesn't suck. The guy's great. But I don't like him. You don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. And, yeah, and I'm not je- talking about him. Maybe he's a great guy. I, I wish him well. I'm, I'm, you know, happy for his family. Uh, I don't want to hear him again. Anybody well, else? Tony Romo? Yeah. Not yeah, a fan? Uh, not a fan. And, and I uh, enjoy when him and also, gymnasts. whatever you oh. say, buddy. I enjoy when him and Jim Nance cover the games. I had to text a friend of mine who is really well-known in St. Louis sports, and I had to ask if Romo's wearing a wig, and he said he is. <gasps> I don't think I ever saw him. That hairline is otherworldly. I mean, look at that up. Tony we got a toupee situation happening Romo. on Romo. You know that's going to change his view now. You're right. Look it up. Look it up. It's one of the top searches, too. What happened to Tony Romo's hair? And a this... timeline. <laughs> yeah, here we go, dude. A timeline. God, dude, the internet is vicious. We, we're just horrible. We're a horrible planet. Tony Romo hair transplant journey. Oh. A timeline. <laughs> what year are we starting with? 84? Does Tony Romo have a hair piece or just a weird hairline? Here we go. Uh, anyways, the only other Super Bowl to go into overtime came in 2017. Like you mentioned, Patriots mounted a stunning comeback uh, to beat the Falcons 34-28. to That was exciting after last night's big game. Well, 
A lot of people ventured out into the internet in search of uh, Tony Romo's hairline, but also some trivia and interesting facts on Super Bowl 58. All right, go ahead. Here's what they found. There were two record-setting field goals in Super Bowl 58. By the way, my son was so enthralled with the kicking because apparently he had some fantasy team. He had, he had $4 riding on this thing. And he had Moody, the uh, 49ers kicker. So every time he did something, my son was... Who missed it? My, He's was, like, who was it? Who was it? He was screaming. Who yeah. God dang extra point. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so Jake Moody drilled a 55-yard uh, field goal to make it 3-0. That was the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. Incredible. Until. That record stood for 31 years and then uh, about... Um, you know, a few minutes because uh, <laughs> Moody's record lasted about two quarters. The third quarter, Kansas City kicker Harrison Butker set a new record with a 57-yard field goal. And boy, it was a line drive, and we were cheering. Ouch! Like, uh, like, uh, like the number one fans. Moody also missed an extra point in the fourth quarter that might have ultimately prevented overtime. But who knows? Moody was previously 68 for 68 on extra point kicks. The kick was blocked. Congratulations to uh, to uh, that Chiefs player that did that. The Chiefs are the ninth team to re repeat as Super Bowl champs. I did not know that. I didn't know there were nine of them. I thought this was like the second or third team. But the, fir the first since the Patriots in 04-05. Uh, the 49ers have lost the last three Super Bowls they appeared in. That's they also good. lost in 2020 to the Chiefs, but they lost in 13 to the Ravens. I forgot about yeah. that. Their last one in the Super Bowl came in 1995 against the Chargers. Uh, now they are 5-3 and three in Super Bowls. Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan were the fourth pair of head coaches to face each other in multiple Super Bowls. And now the coach who won uh, the first game is 4-0 in the rematches. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 28 years, 147 days old on Sunday. So he became the first quarterback in NFL history to start four Super Bowls prior to, prior to uh, turning 30. Easily broke the record set by Brady, who started his fourth Super Bowl at 30 years, uh, years old and 184 days. Uh, this was your first Super Bowl to go into overtime since the notorious Super Bowl in 2017, which was the only other overtime game. That was the one when Brady and the Patriots stormed back from 27 to three. It's Atlanta, right? Yeah, that, remember we we were at the, uh, at, the brewery. Uh, at the brewery. That was incredible. I know this isn't any consolation, but after the game, Vegas named the San Francisco 49ers the favorite uh, to win the Super Bowl next year. The Chiefs are hot on their tails, but 49ers again favored next year. Wow! And this year's Gatorade bath was purple, just like it was when the Chiefs won last year. We forgot to do the... That uh, would have been the one to put yeah. it. The you, you figure that's what they like? Purple? That's, that's what they like. That would have been, been the one to put it And it was on. the color of Super Bowl 58. Damn. Mm. Uh, and a lot of football fans out there were caught in the middle and watched the Super Bowl, uh, you know, from, uh, from home. Well, literally and physically halfway between the city of Kansas City and San Francisco is a little place called Green River, Wyoming, a small town in the southwestern part of the state. And there are your ridiculous facts. I'm Moon, and that's your sports, because who do you think you are? I am. All right, one final break. We'll come back, wrap her up. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, today's wrap-up is sponsored by... It is sponsored by Jack in the Box, Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only at Jack. All right, well, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, today's podcast is titled... Scott, what do we got? We have... A title coming very soon. Did we not send one to each other? <laughs> no, we haven't decided. I think we stayed up a little too late last night. Yeah, it's going to be great. What's the name of it? Why don't you name it Travis Kelsey Half Mast Accepting the Lombardi Trophy? Because that's, that's a very long title. Half Mast, you say? Yeah. Well, well, you really were paying well, attention. How did that, that come out? Yeah. Title coming soon. Just, title just, coming just soon. put title coming soon. Right. Okay, that's title the, coming soon. I'm out of ideas. Yeah. That's where my brain immediately Listen, just Everybody's put, mush today. Just put Super Bowl, title coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there well, we go. Just put not even Super Bowl, title coming soon. That's <laughs> Congrats, <it>. Chiefs. <laughs> okay. 
Um, all right. Uh, what else you got, Moon? Uh, Can You Feel the Punk Tonight tickets. Uh, that's coming up May 11th, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. show. Uh, both family shows. It's going to be great. It's at the pageant. May 11th, you can get tickets on the website uh, for the point, you know, 1057thepoint.com or the pageant. I think it's the pageantsdl.com or the pageant.com. Thank you, Moon. Learn. Uh, next Thursday, the 22nd, my band will be playing at the pageant. And Ooh. it's 10 bucks. It's the Celebration Day soundcheck party. If you've ever wondered what it's like to see that Led Zeppelin local tribute set up their instruments and talk about why they're in this band, they're going to be doing that. And then we're going to close out the night by playing classic rock covers. I'm so I'm excited. For my face to get melted. Oh, dude, I'm so jacked about playing on the pageant stage and singing other people's songs. This is like that my is awesome. dream come true. Cool. Congrats so, on that. So uh, thepageant.com, get tickets. I'll see you there. All right, Rafe. Awesome. Uh, follow me on the socials, and that's all I have. Thank you, Rafe. King Scott. And uh, I'll say the same thing Rafe just said. All right. Yeah. Cool. Hey, and by the way, just a, maybe a little something from King Scott tomorrow. Yeah, oh, yeah, just a little. There's maybe finally a, little, a deadline for something serious. Maybe a little a little song tomorrow All from right. King Scott. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I don't want to get your hopes up, but maybe a little something, something tomorrow. I've been waiting for a year <laughs> yeah, for this. We've all been waiting. <laughs> yes. I think this is something that America needs right now. I do too. And uh, if there is something bank. that could bring us all together, yeah. we need it. We need yeah. this. All right. With that being said, we leave you with a uh, selection from our teamers member today, which is brought to you by Hot Shots, St. Louis home for blues hockey from Florissant, Missouri. Morgan Garvey is yeah, our Morgan. team. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.